late and wang. I need a little bit of a wang chug. Ah, okay, that's better. Need a little bit of a pick-me-up here because I could have swore... I don't know what year it is anymore. Um, a few years ago, I did an entire show about Justin Wang, the YouTuber. And at the time... By the way, you can go see that episode in the Pizza Fund, potawful.pizza. Uh, it was a great episode. At the time, though, it was incredibly... Like, this was a controversial move. This was a tough one to pull off because not only does Justin Wang somehow have a lot of fans, and I'll never fully understand how that is. He also, um, he's got a lot of people that he's friends with in the YouTube creator space kind of area. So making fun of a guy like that, that's basically the death knell for you. Like, you're not going to be a popular guy. You have to glad hand with all these people. And you guys know me, I hate that shit. I'm never, ever going to cloud chase. I'm never, ever going to be friendly toward people just because it might get me somewhere. Almost certainly the only people I'll ever be friendly toward are the people who have no followers at all anyway. You know, I'm friends with a, a guy called uh, MK Ultra Money, James, and he's got me in this group DM, right? And there's all these fairly well-known people in there. There's some nobodies in there too. But, uh, you know, there's a uh, Charles Carroll from MDE is in there and a guy called the Kino Corner. If you've ever seen his YouTube videos, they're pretty popular. And uh, Brittany Venti is in Yeah, all these people are in there. One of the people that's in there is Justin Wang. Okay. So I thought after, you know, I've done like three or four episodes, either sort of 100% related to him or relating back to him. And I thought it was kind of over. I see him in this group DM and I started thinking, I'm like, maybe a little Wang is back on the menu, boys. I actually messaged him in the group DM. I said, please stop retweeting wrestling shit. And he responded, never. And then two people liked that. Now, I should have instantly blocked those two people liking that because I am a grown man. And um, I, somebody on Twitter said this. I thought this was a beautiful thing. I think they were saying this in relation to Mersh. They were saying that wrestling is the white man's version of anime. <laughs> okay. And that is so fucking true. I ain't in anime and I ain't into wrestling. Justin Wang, I followed him on Twitter because he's a goon and he's constantly retweeting wrestling. The guy loves, I, and you know, wrestling, part of the thing that makes wrestling so gay beyond the fact that it's look at the big muscle men touch each other, uh, part of what makes it so gay is that it is a soap opera. Now, this is not a new idea, but I guess what Justin gets out of it is he loves drama, okay? So he's never going to stop retweeting wrestling stuff because he's into drama. Suddenly, out of nowhere, you know, right when I'm thinking, hang on a second. Are we back? Are we back with the is Justin Wang about to get some? I'm thinking, you know what? No, I'm not going to rock the boat. I'm in this group DM. I know my friend James is friends with Justin. I'm not going to rock the boat. Now, on another tale, you know, another thing that happens to me on Twitter, and I've talked about this very recently, I get these people messaging me every once in a while. They tweet to me and they I call them time travelers. Okay. Because what they do is they go, they, they find Pot Awful again for the first time in years, and they go, Pot Awful, aren't you that guy? 
that's friends with Maddox? And of course, my reaction every single time is, what year is it? I assume a lot of these guys, what they did is they, in 2016, they were listening to The Dick Show, Dick Masterson's podcast. They, of course, fell into a coma from lack of comedy, and then they woke up again in the year of our Lord 2023, and they find me, and they think everything's just the same. They think nothing's happened in between. Now, obviously, at a certain point, I made Maddox a goon. You know, I've got to explain to these guys all the time. The first thing they tell me is, you're friends with Maddox. I go... What are you talking about? Time, John, oh my gosh, it's John Titor. Tell me, tell me what you've learned from your travels. And then I realized that that doesn't make any sense. He was from the future. These people are from the past. And I go, how come we never figured out time travel again? It's just you. So then I say, I'm not friends with Maddox. I haven't talked to Maddox in fucking five years or so. It's been a long time, four or five years. And then they go, well, then how come you were part of his lawsuit? And then I have to go through the whole rigmarole, which, you know, is I go, well, you know, I actually, I had, I had some good reasons. I had my reasons, but my reasons had nothing to do with Dick Masterson. They all had to do with this guy called Asterius. It's this whole fucking thing I don't want to go down. It's this rabbit hole that I hate having to venture down. Maybe I made some missteps. Maybe that's on me. But out of nowhere, this psychotic, crazy. I could have never predicted this. This beautiful thing happened just all of a sudden today out of left field. I don't know if you know this. Maddox doesn't make content anymore. He hasn't in a long, long time. Like every once in a while, just randomly a video will come out from Maddox. You go, what the fuck? And then you see his reply and you think everybody hates Maddox at this point, but they don't. If you look at the comments on his videos, every time it's like, Holy shit, I thought you were dead. I've been reading your article since, you know, I was a baby. I've been reading your article since my mom was smoking me inside the womb. Mm, thank you, mom. And every single time, it's very positive, but he never puts out anything. And this is, this goes to say, like, back when I was still friends with him, I'd always tell him, you should just put out a video. You should just make video, like, write articles like you would for your website and then turn those into videos. Put them out. You'd be popular. You've got a very large YouTube channel. If you're not posting, those subs start to mean nothing. Well, he never listened to me. This is what I always said. This is why we fell out. Me and Maddox fell out because I, I, I've never, I couldn't say this enough. Maddox is allergic to good ideas. He can't listen to them. That is his absolute biggest flaw. And I know you're thinking, isn't it his bedroom? And I would say, no, 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 no. And I know you're thinking, isn't it his bald head and the weird splotch on it? And I go, no, 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 no. And then I know you say, isn't it his being a cuck? And I go, no, oh, no, 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 no. And then you go, isn't it? And I go, no, no, stop. It's the thing I said. Let's not do this forever. Maddox had a left field post a video today. I was about to do a whole different episode, and I start watching this video. Now, you're never going to believe this. It's about Wang. Wang. I'm literally a week ago thinking, is Wang back on the menu? Who brings Wang back on the menu? Fucking a cuck like Maddox. Now, I'm going to say it right now. I'm just We're going to come out and say it. It's been years. I don't care what the time travelers have to say. I don't care about the coma patients. 
I'm officially Team Maddox again. Sorry. I watched this video. Let me read you the tweet here. He says, back in 2017, Justin Wang targeted a panel I was speaking at where he posted the names of the organizers of the event in a group dedicated to harassing people that he was a part of. In response, the group har- uh, sorry, the group harassed the organizers and I was removed from the event. And I'm reading this. I'm going, this is feeling a little lawsuity. That's not good. But then I read a, a quote tweet he made. He quote tweeted himself. This is Maddox. And then he says this, and I go, okay, I'm clicking this video. I got to see what this Wang thing is about. Because then he says this. Fun fact, I met Justin Wang a few years ago at VidCon. I saw him talking to a group of people I knew. So I went up to say hi and see if the little man had anything to say to my face. Four foot nine if I'm being generous. And apparently Wang had nothing to say to Maddox's face. So there you go. I mean, listen, say what you want about Maddox. He confronted the guy. He apparently went right up to him, which is a pretty admirable thing. Um, I watched this video. And originally my idea was I'm going to stick this on the end of this episode. Okay. Today's episode is going to be a whole different thing, and then we'll just cover it kind of toward the end. And then I'm watching it, and I realize, holy shit, I'm like 11 minutes into this video, and there's still 44 minutes to go. This is a long video. Now, I know Maddox hasn't put anything out in fucking five years, but I've never seen a video this long. This is crazy. What's in this video? And what's in this video is going to floor you. normal if you have a cat in heat to take a q-tip and, and get your cat on oh welcome everybody to pot awful i'm your host jesse ps and i'm so happy to be here thank you so much for joining me here um we got a great one for you you're really gonna love this show because I, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. Maddox is back. Wang is back on the menu. And I know pe- there are people out there. Listen, I said at the beginning of this that covering Wang is a controversial thing. But there's the people like me. They're just sitting there quietly and they're wondering what up. Why are people into? Why are people into these guys who do the laziest form of content, just going on there and reading Wikipedia? That's all it. Fucking is. I have autism. I can't help it. <laughs> so let's take a look at the chat room, see what people are seeing in there. We are live as we are whenever we're fucking live at this point. Um, 8 p.m. Eastern time ish. Podawful.tv. We've got the live chat here. Uh, funniest thing Maddox has done in 10 years, and it's still lukewarm, says Coltrane. I disagree. And if you're talking about this video that just came out, I disagree entirely, Cole. That's a crazy take. 
This video is hot, hot, hot. This is insane stuff. I mean, this got me charged up. Again, I am extremely H2PH. Uh, people in the chat are H2PH. Damn, they're saying yikes. Um, Q-tips cool off those cats when they're in heat. What a week. <laughs> okay, I fucking hate Wang. So same guy who says this video is lukewarm says he hates Wang. Well, then you're going to love this episode. It's a good one. Um, let's just get right into it. I, I mean, I've got a bunch of little things here that maybe we should be checking out. Uh, let's see. What do we have here? I don't know. You know what? Let's just get into the video. I think the important thing here is to get into Maddox's video Again, so this is an episode about Wang. If you want to see my previous thoughts on Wang, the reasons I've come up with why he's a bad guy, feel free to check out the Pizza Fund, potawful.pizza. Let's see what Matt... Now, the first thing I notice here, by the way, is that Maddox is wearing a very similar outfit. I mean, listen, I'm not saying Maddox is copying, but I was wearing the same uh, Wang knockoff outfit Last time, although he has a very, very good addition. I noticed this is another thing that I love about this. So Maddox is doing a Wang parody. He also is standing in front of Wang's shitty bedroom with the uh, China bulb. I call Wang, by the way, I call him Chinese V for Vendetta, you know? The only show that rocks. The only YouTuber who rocks. Uh, I'm not in a new metal band, but, uh, you know, we do rock around here. Let's rock. That's a phrase I came up with. So I'm obsessed with Wang's bedroom. I'm obsessed with the way, you know, his look. I'm obsessed with his new metal band. Maddox has hit all of the points to make me enjoy this video. And then we go into a Shyamalanian twist on all of it. It's really crazy. But... I have a I need to say this right before we begin. I have a theory that Justin Wang is now just like listen, Justin Wang, I think the the when we made fun of him, when we made the episode about him last time, I think that was 2020, all right? He was pretty big then. He's also a coffee guy. He does some Wang chugging. Gulp. He does some Wang gulping. Uh, we made fun of everything with him, but I was making fun of his bedroom because back then he was very famous, you know, and now he's only more famous. He's like a big YouTuber and these guys usually make a pretty decent amount of money. And then, but why is he still in his shitty old apartment that he was in from the beginning of his YouTube career? You know what I mean? Like he's still, it, the, the place is like a closet. It's tiny. He lives in New York. I used to live in New York. I know what these rooms are like. This is tiny. He can afford Better than this, I have a theory. All right, floating it out there. Who knows? Maybe I should just ask him myself. I think he's still renting out this room in this apartment while living in a much better place. He needs to keep this look. Listen, if you shaved Justin Wang's fucking stupid mustache and his hair and everything, you would have no idea who he is, right? If you took him out of this shitty china bulb bedroom, you would have no idea who he is. He needs the bedroom. Like, he might have even bought the entire apartment building just for the shitty bed. He does not sleep in this bed. The bed's always made. Why do you have a bed behind you as a popular YouTuber? That's something for your first 4,000 subs. At 4,000 subs, you graduate from seeing your bed. Now, what I would have liked for Maddox is if he had Photoshopped Wing's bedroom to have the slime sheets on the bed. Maybe if somebody, I'm sure some dickheads are already at work on this. 
So again, I'm team Maddox, but I'm also pro making fun of Maddox. He does need it every once in a while. Now, Maddox is wearing a witch's hat, which, listen, there's a reason. He's going to explain the reason for the witch's hat, but at the very beginning of this, you just see the witch. I saw the witch's hat, and I went, I understand completely, yes. I don't know what it's a reference to, but I agree with this decision. Yes, Justin Wang wears a witch's hat. Very funny. So Maddox is still, and this video is very funny. He's still got it. I don't, I don't give a shit what you say. This video right here is funnier than every episode of The Dick Show put together. I've got no stake in Maddox anymore. It's just objectively true. Mersh style objectively. It's even funnier than the episodes of The Dick Show that Mersh was a caller on. Okay? So we're going to watch this video. We're going to theorize about the bedroom. I want that out there. Start tweeting that actually. Start tweeting at just, is he at Justin Wang on Twitter? I don't even know what it is. Tweet him on Twitter and ask him, are you secretly pretending to be poor on YouTube to have that studio still? Is that what's happening? Where is your money going? Why do you still have this bedroom? I need answers on this and I'm too embarrassed to do it in the group DM. Okay, so please help me out. There's a man on the internet who has an incredible memory. He's able to remember the names, dates, and times of specific events that occurred over 30 years ago. He even remembers the names of news anchors on channels these events broadcast on, even though he was only a child when these events happened. He's also an incredible jumper who's able to jump on any bandwagon, no matter how small it is. But unfortunately, there's a dark side to this person. He's addicted to drama. He spreads rumors about people he doesn't know with facts he doesn't have. He does this in a secret bid to silence and deplatform people he doesn't like. For the first time ever, I'm about to expose who this person is and what he's been up to in the dark underbelly of the internet. Welcome to a very special Tales from the Internet. Welcome to the- Okay, so there he goes. There's the nice big intro. Now, I'm not going to play this whole thing, but I do need to play a lot of it. I do want you guys to go watch this video. So there's a section of this that I'm going to skip entirely that's very- very funny, okay? But listen, Maddox is about to make the point. All, he's going to make the points, all the same points that I've made about Justin Wang, about Mr. Medicare. Sorry. Oops. Oh, old Jesse Clout Chaser calling out the most popular people on the fucking internet. All of these people who just read Wikipedia to you, that's all it is, or they're reading a Vice article, or they're reading a HuffPo article, and then they're pretending it's their content. All of these people, he's going to call them all out, okay? So I don't want to do the same thing. Listen, I can't just claim Maddox's video as my content. I mean, I could. It would actually be very easy and, in some ways, maybe very legal for me to do. And a lot, I don't know. Am I still contracted to Madcast Media? I'm not sure. But I'm going to provide my source here at the very beginning, okay? My source is Maddox's only fucking video in the past five years. Here it is, okay? So there's your source. <laughs> you can find the link on YouTube by typing in Mad Docs, Mad Docs. And then the first thing that comes up, I assume will be this video. And that's my source here, okay? So I'm getting all of my sources from here. And then also all the stuff I did three years ago. For the best show in the universe, I'm Maddox. I'm about to tell you a story of a YouTuber named Justin Wang. For those of you who don't know, Justin is a YouTuber, self-proclaimed internet historian, and tragically, a member of a new metal band. And no, that's not just a joke. He really is a member of a new metal band. Okay, see, I mean, listen, the second you start exploring Justin Wang, you have to... 
You have to start thinking about the implications of him being part of a new metal band. It's just, it's there. All right. This is, he's a corn guy. That's just a fact. And you can't escape it. Justin, I'm sorry. Even if you were making the greatest content on earth, people would start to be concerned because you look like you're in corn. New metal, also known as not metal, is the soundtrack of being grounded for not eating your vegetables. It's all the things you like from rap and all the things you like from metal left on the cutting room floor so all you have left is crap. It's one of the only genres of music where the Wikipedia entry has an entire section dedicated to new metal bands who insist they're not new metal, including Linkin Park, Limp Bizkit, and Stain. In an artist direct interview, the vocalist for Stain said, if we get called a new metal band one more time, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. Stain's Wikipedia page calls them a new metal band. Yeah, somebody, bassist, somebody in chat even predicted Maddox's joke, so they said, so not metal, got it, yeah. The Rage Against the Machine publicly apologized for Limp Bizkit, saying, I feel really bad that we inspired such bullshit. And Dave Mustaine of Megadeth said in an interview that he'd rather have his eyelids pulled out than listen to new metal. But <laughs> Now, I'm gonna be honest with you. This goes really, really deep into the new metal talk, okay? I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit here. And again, I want you to go watch the full video. The band is called Jinx, and no, that's not named after the blackface Pokemon or the children's game. Jinx, you won't be a soda. In an interview- So, um, he's still talking about his corn band, Jinx. With the lead singer of Justin's band, the inspiration for the name came from his interest in witchcraft, and because he thinks that he has bad luck. Wow, that's- pretty metal, I guess, because when I think of metal, I think of teenage girls casting spells. What the fuck? Metal Jess? How did she get here? Spells on each other. How much did he have to pay Metal Jess to be in this video? No wonder this video took so long to come out. Pretty metal, I guess, because when I think of metal, I think of teenage girls casting spells on each other. You're a witch! <laughs> yes, a band composed of a bunch of guys in their 30s took the concept of a jinx pretty seriously. This was literally the plot of an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Jinx. Okay, we're pretty deep into the new metal stuff, so let's just skip. And I want you to see, it's funny. The new metal stuff is funny. It's just not the point, you know? So I want Maddox to be funny. I want you to see the funny, but let's skip ahead. We gotta be past the new metal part now. Fans. Personally, when my band plays, I don't want them to come out to a show unless they're actually into the music. You gotta keep fucking working on it and not putting so much pressure on them to support you. But okay, listen. We didn't get past the new metal part, but I gotta say this. Listen, when I did the video a few years ago, I said, like, isn't it, you know, Tim Pool's got the same thing. There's a lot of these people where I actually, I had an Instagram post making fun of, uh, making fun of Wang for this. I, I said, you know, I did my mustache. I curled my mustache up and I said, I've actually become a, I'm a music guy now. I'm fully into music. I need you guys to support me and my band from now on. I'm done with YouTube. I'm a hundred percent a music guy. And of course, I'm making fun of the fact that all of these guys, the only reason they're able to have any form of a musical career at all is that they have a YouTube following. So if anyone shows up to their shows, they're there. Their hope. Here's what their hope is. And this is so embarrassing. It's unreal. If you are into Tim Pool and you show up to a Tim Pool band concert, what you're really hoping happens is you'll stand there and they'll play a song and then Tim Pool will be like, Trump, am I right? Hey, everybody, welcome. Hey, everyone, welcome. It's Tim Pool. We're doing TimCast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome out to the stage Alex Stein and Kanye. And then you go, oh, Kanye, maybe this is a good music show. And then he just makes Kanye walk out. You're secretly hoping that Wang will start reading Wikipedia to you at the concert. 
That's what you're wanting. You're hoping to find like what's the mystery of the fucking the that one Pokemon that showed up in the artwork but never let me read it to you. <laughs> Instead he comes out with his base and you're like Ooh, okay. I guess, I mean it's what it said on the tin. I guess okay, well. The poster did say music. I did sit through two other bands to get to Jinx. I really thought it would be about the Pokemon. I really thought that was what was going to, you know, some sort of esoteric, uh, what's a lost media iceberg that hasn't been uncovered yet? Oh, he's just playing the bass. Mm -hmm. And there's a guy with corn dreads. All right, he's braiding different sections of his hair. And it's this year. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they've got a Slipknot guy. Not a joke. They have a Slipknot guy. They've got one guy in a mask. You ever like you know how Limp Biscuit looks like it was accidentally thrown together? Like there uh, Limp Biscuit is a band where it would be assembled if you had a raffle ball. You know, one of those uh one of those big spinning lottery machines and you go, "Okay, the singer, the lead singer is going to be Okay, weird white rapper Fred Durst. All right, and who's the guitarist? We got to get I for some reason there's a guitarist with a rapper. Uh-huh, and it's, uh, right, yeah, a guy who wears Marilyn Manson makeup. I don't know. Let's throw in a DJ Scribble Scratch in there as well. So so here's what they did. They, they truly are a new metal band. Don't let him walk away from that. Um, Jinx, Justin's band Jinx is a new metal band. And you know it because they've got a corn guy, a guy who looks like corn. They've got a Slipknot guy, a guy in one of those, you know, $1 Part like Party City, not even Spirit. Spirit Halloween would be too classy for this mask. This mask is Party City. They've got it all year round, just in case. Just in case, and you need—I don't know—you're going to some sort of masquerade ball, and it's February. So where are you going to get a mask? That's where he got it. Then it's got Wang, which I think is the equivalent to Fred Durst in this case, and I think they even might have a Scribble Man. There might be a scribbler in there. I don't know. So here's what I like. This clip, even though we're still in the new metal section, Justin is kind of being fair about his YouTube fame. Fans. Personally, when my band plays, I don't want them to come out to a show unless they're actually into the music. You got to keep fucking working on it and not putting so much pressure on them to support you. But because that is incredibly noble. I'm a killer gorilla. I love it. That is a beautiful... Listen, he's right, and at least he owns up to that. At least he knows that you shouldn't just bank on the YouTube career to get people out there. So good on Justin. Because Justin is a giant hypocrite, he also says things like this. Come see me on fucking tour, you fucking assholes. Okay, well, takesy backsies. Sorry. You've been jinxed. Now, as much fun as it is to... You've been jinxed. <laughs> See, Maddox is he's wearing the witch's hat. And again, I do want, here's what I would also like to see happen. Number one, start questioning Justin about his bedroom. Okay. This is bedroom gate. Is he renting a shitty bedroom to still look like Justin Wang? We want the truth. The truth is out there somewhere. Number two, another thing I would like to see happen. Now I've already done this before when Justin releases photographs of himself. Number one, if you, if you notice every photo Justin takes in his fake bedroom studio he takes like this okay i'm not even going to bring up an example just google him right now on your own i dare you to google justin wang and see if he's not leaning forward with his arms back in every 
photo. Now, when you see you, this is a girl move, by the way. When you see a lady and like, <laughs> you know what's so funny? Back on um Facebook. Do you still use Facebook? Hi, Grandma. Thanks for watching. Grammy, thank you. Go to bed. Go to bed. So back when you used Facebook, you'd see a girl, right? And you'd be like, oh, she's a pretty lady. And then you would go to you'd go through her photos. You would stalk her. You know, like a normal human man. You would stalk her Facebook photos and you would click left and start going back through time through all of her profile pictures. And, you know, in her first picture, she's like, "Mm, maybe not duck face. I'm not calling out duck face. Okay, this is more specific than that. She's just she's from, you know, she's got a a two thirds angle and it's her left side. And she's like, "Mm." okay. And then you start going through the photos. And every photo, you're like, wait a second. Every single photo, it doesn't matter where she, she's in front of the Washington Monument. Mm. Oh, look at this. She's at, uh, she's at the Grand Canyon. Mm. She went to Japan with all of her friends and they're all posing for a big group. Mm. When someone's doing, when they've got their one move for a picture, you know, Mersh has this. He actually does the uh, two thirds sort of pose. He thinks it hides his cross eyes. So when someone has this, it means something. It means they're hiding something. Well, what could Justin Wang be hiding? I don't know. He seems to think, he's gotten it in his head, that going like this, mm, this is his mm, leaning forward, arms back. He thinks this makes him a big boy. You ever see Beardson Beardley? Okay. Every photo he takes, especially when he's out with the other groipers and stuff, he stands with his... His head all the way back like this. He thinks it's making him taller. He's like, ah, uh. He thinks it's making him taller. So this is Justin Wang's version of that. He's like, he's like this. Mm, mm. Every photo, every single one. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm lying, chat. Wang sucking, hiding the eight. No, he's not hiding. You can't hide the Asian. Chinese V for Vendetta. You think he's hiding the The Asian is a boon for him. Um could be studio replica of his shitty bedroom yeah i thought that before but i've seen it from multiple angles so i don't think at first i thought like is he in a green screen situation what's going on i don't think so uh long-haired hipster asian is a category that's true yeah um okay so yeah he's like "Mm." so here's what i would like uh every once in a while though if you go to twitter like justin's unofficial his like you know he thinks those photos are his official brand photos his youtube photos right But then on Twitter, every once in a while, he'll be out with the bros. He'll be near a pool or something, or he'll he'll be on a road trip and he'll take a photo of himself. I know I found a picture. Oh man, can somebody if if somebody can find this picture and get it into the Wang forum post or just send it DM it to me or something? um, I would love this. Do you remember? Or do I have this already? Maybe we posted this. Shit, no, it's not in there. If you can find that fucking picture he took where he's standing by a pool and he's wearing these like sweatpants, he stretched it. He tried to make himself look taller. Why did he do that? Because the last time he posted a full body photo of himself, Pot Awful took the picture. He was holding a cup and I stacked the cup up. I photoshopped the cup so you could see how many cups tall. he. He's only three apples high. So he doesn't want people doing it anymore. So he stretched the photo to make himself look taller. Here's the new move. Okay. We took the stretch photo and we stretched it even more to make it even more obvious how stupid he looks stretching himself like that. That's not the move. Forget the height. Okay. We get it. He's short. Very funny. Actually, 
Don't forget that. It is very funny. Never let that go. The new move, and this is all thanks to Maddox, so Maddox wins. Maddox brought the witch's hat to us. That's the new meme. I would like to see whenever Justin Wang posts a photo of himself, I want to see him photoshopped into wearing a witch's hat. He's double, double toil and troubling. The cauldron's brewing. He's eating. Listen, he looks like, I don't know what kind of Asian he is, but I bet someone in his family's eaten the eye of Newt before. The clown on bad music. The reason I'm mentioning it is because Justin has something else in common with shitty derivative rap rock, and that's shitty derivative YouTube channels. Justin is better known for his YouTube series called Tales from the Internet, where he chronicles famous people and events like he's some sort of historian of the internet, or internet historian, if you will. Despite the fact that other channels were already doing the same thing, but more on that later. He first launched his channel by doing a series of Let's Play videos that failed to get any traction because they were indistinguishable from the many other Let's Play videos out there, save for the fact- Wow, see, and now I my take on Justin Wang, this was my problem with him, is I found Justin right before he became super popular because I found him trawling Reddit trying to steal content. This is when he first started figuring out these Let's Plays. So I've seen all those Let's Plays before. They have no view. Even today, they essentially have no views. It's terrible content. That he occasionally drinks with his pinky out. Ah! Maddox is even calling out the Wang sucking. Okay, if you don't know about Wang sucking, you gotta see this episode. From the many other... The old episode we go over, it, Wang was on The Dick Show. Do you guys remember The Dick Show? I'm the gay joker! I'm the gay joker. You remember the dick show. So he was on the dick show and he could not stop. He was faking. He was pretending to drink stuff and he had multiple canisters of beverages. So even Maddox has noticed. Let's play videos out there. Save for the fact that he occasionally drinks with his pinky out. And when people weren't interested in watching him play video games in his depressingly dark room. It's kind of boring. He resorted to the lazy comedic device that's a last resort for every hack comedian and YouTuber when they don't have a personality. Getting drunk. While it can some- Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. Uh-oh. Okay. Sometimes work, it only works when the underlying person or material is funny. Not because of the alcohol, but usually in spite of it. But unfortunately, Justin isn't funny. His comedic shtick is comprised of one-second callbacks where he points out something he just said. Well, what it actually refers to is groping. <laughs> I like how I put my hands to the camera when I said groping. And this re- I don't know if Maddox even- oh, Listen, Maddox included the clip, so he clearly understands the fun- I don't know if he understands how embarrassing that clip was just then. That might be the most embarrassing clip of a YouTuber I've ever seen. Groping. <laughs> I like how I put my hands to the camera when I said groping. Uh-oh! I got excited, very excited to see all of this. I have autism. I can't help it. <laughs> I don't... Justin might be 100% AU gold. I, I'm starting to feel bad. I didn't, I didn't really pay attention to this part, this clip. The first watch through I had earlier. Am I just punching a retarded guy? Oh my God. I thought you were Asian. Oh no. I'm so sorry. You're the other type of mongoloid. Oh my God. 
Justin, I'm so, so sorry. You know what? Let's just pretend this episode never happened, okay? And this really bad impression of Trump, I guess. I don't even know who he's parodying. Emails, Aleppo. What the hell is Aleppo anyway? I thought this was America. We don't speak no Italian here. And to make things worse, his video- <laughs> Listen, that was out of context. You know what? I can't. Maddox, that was out of context. You said that was a Trump. There's no way that was meant to be a Trump impression, right? He was wearing- Here's well, number one, he was wearing Biden shades. There's no- What was that? I thought this was America. We don't speak no Italian here. I think, you know, oh, you know what? I see who he's doing. I, it's hard to tell at first, but if you look, if you look in this area, you can see he's wearing the blazer. If you look in this area, you can see he's got the no tie look. I think he's doing, um, what was that guy's name? Yang Gang. Andrew Yang. Yeah, see, if you look in this area, he's doing the eyes. It's hard to see behind the sunglasses, but I, just take my word for it. And to make things worse, his videos are punctuated with a lack of polish that simultaneously comes across as lazy and contemptuous of his audience. For example, he forgot to set his phone to silent while recording, got a text message, and then decided to keep these takes. And this has happened multiple times. PewDiePie, I'm not even fucking, I'm not fucking Sam Hyde, I'm fucking nobody. Oh, I forgot to turn my phone off again, but yeah, I'm just white supremacist Nazi. I guess I should have turned my fucking phone off again. I'm a fucking popular guy. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. You know what? I didn't see it before. I don't know how I missed this. I'm usually pretty fucking on the ball when it comes to AU, but Justin is autistic. Maybe this was a mistake. Maddox. Whoo, boy. A 55-minute-long video making fun of a disabled guy? I don't know, but I don't know if this is the comeback you want to do. This is bad, Matt. You know, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to make fun of a guy. <laughs> let me just, let me just get that. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the wrong idea. Me, me personally, I wouldn't do that. Not to a a beautiful, strong. I mean, listen. Look at all he's accomplished. Look at all he's overcome to get to where he. No wonder he stays in that one bedroom, though. It might be a group home of some type. I think he did say his roommate. Now, listen. With the, uh, I actually like that Maddox posts the. Um, Points out the, fuck, this mustache fucking sucks. <laughs> I hate having this stupid curled up mustache. I can feel it touching my lips like Mersh's tendrils. Ugh. Blech. Blech. Okay. I like that Maddox points out the phone thing because he leaves it. He's right. Why wouldn't you just, every other YouTuber would just edit that out and retake. He's sitting there. He knows he can edit this. He doesn't do it. Why doesn't he do it? Because it's a fake, like, oh, I'm just like you. It's like a personable thing. Oh, man, I get my phone. <laughs> Silly me. I'm just a regular guy. Here's an image of me stretched 200%. Is this Asian stretchy? I guess I should have turned my fucking phone off again. I'm a fucking popular guy. <laughs> but then he says that. Ah. Whoa, I'll take Paul Lind for Center Square. You know, it's awesome. And then there is this video where he constantly cracks himself up while mispronouncing Spanish words, but he decided to include this nauseating take where he starts wheezing and- Yeah, people in chat are saying, chirp alert, chirp alert. Coughing on camera. I've sped up some of the laughing to make it slightly less unbearable. Wait a minute. 
Then after this train wreck of a video, he thought it was such a good idea that he decided to make it a regular series. I feel like this is going to be a recurring series, so... If you guys have any words that you want to hear me pronounce in any fucking language that isn't English, by all means, let me... This is like watching a Ruf... I mean, he even sounds like Rufio in this. This is, like, that is... This must be one of his early videos. He doesn't have all the lights and everything. It looks like he actually still sleeps and comes in that bed. So, this is... What you're looking at here is early YouTube. Like, you haven't figured out your fucking thing yet. And the sick thing is, here's what YouTubers... Here's what every guy who... Their only aspiration is to be a YouTube guy. It's not to make this. It's not to make that. You know, he's got, his aspiration is to be in a band, by the way. His aspiration is to be in corn. Okay? And that's just not going to happen. That would be bizarre if suddenly he was in corn. I think that's more up for me to decide, though. I've, <laughs> I, I, I haven't called Jonathan Davis enough times. But I think I could. I wonder if I could fool Wang into thinking I'm really... Hey, I shoot a video. You know, I've got all this stupid shit off. And I'm like, hey, Justin, it's me, Jonathan Corn Davis. Everybody calls me Corn. Uh, listen, man. We saw your YouTube videos. We like the way you read Wikipedia. You're in. You're part of the band now. We're kicking whoever Peanut two two step. I don't know what the guys in the band. I don't remember the other guys. We actually replaced the other guys a while ago, but we're replacing them again. You're our new bass player. The problem with YouTube guys is when you're a YouTube guy, is your passion is to get numbers on YouTube, right? You just want to have subscribers. So what do you do? anything. What do you like? What do you like? Tell me what you like. Give me what you like. Okay. And then I'll do it. You want to see more of this? I'll do more of this. And then the second one thing hits the smart ones, even though this is bad, they are the smart ones for doing this. The smart ones just keep doing that same shit over and over and over. So how did Wang do it? He did one of these little video read Wikipedia essays. One of them finally took off. And now that's just what he does. That's who he is. That's not what he tried. He wanted to be a Let's Play guy. He wanted to be Pootie Pie. You know, he even shouts out Pootie Pie. So what Clearly pronounced in any fucking language that isn't English. By all means, let me know. Yeah, I'm by all means. How many times? We've heard Rufio say those exact words before, okay? The lowest level YouTuber that has ever existed. I vicious, Brando vicious, Rufio Fionics. Um, If you want to hear me pronounce words, let me know. Anything. Please, for the love of God. Do you like anything? I should do that. <laughs> I should come on here. One day, I don't have a podcast for you at all. I just go, do you want to hear me pronounce words? By the way, that's what you've been doing this whole time. I'm doing it right now. Listen to all these words I'm pronouncing. Listen to all these words I'm pronouncing. I've got one for you, Justin. Did you like that? I'll do it again. I'll do it again for the rest of my life. Every day. I can never let their algorithm sleep. I am pronouncing words. I have a pronouncement. That was it. Try aburrido. Eres aburrido. Suffice it to say that these videos didn't take off. Nothing seemed to be worth. Please again, please rewatch Maddox's version where I'm not stepping on all his jokes. Working on Justin's channel. So what do you do when you're not funny, not interesting?
Jack's films used to make sketches and films, and now he just reads grammar mistakes all day, every day. These YouTube guys are sick in the head. That's crazy. I've never watched anything he's made. I don't. I've heard that name before, but I don't really know what he does. That's crazy. Yeah, the bet. You know what? That's a great example of the best is when they make their name what they wanted to do, and then they start doing the other. Thing. Jack's films. I'm a filmmaker. I'm a film guy. I'm Jack's Films, which, by the way, is like the laziest name for anything ever. What do I do? Oh, Films. What's my name? Jack. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I get it. Oh, oh, so you're like a film. You're a film guy. No, I um read grammar mistakes. Didn't you used to make films? Oh, yeah, I used to, but then the algorithm, so interesting and not original enough for people to care about who you are, you talk about someone who is. So Justin jumped on the drama bandwagon. Now here's where things get a little dicey. Number one, obviously I'm doing exactly what Maddox is saying right now, but number two, Maddox is doing exactly what Maddox is saying right now. What duh? And I know there's going to be people who have a problem with this, and I don't think at any point in the video Maddox addresses this hypocrite like is it this uh hip hypocrisy this conundrum he's in he's going to castigate justin for being part of drama while seemingly making a drama video so i just want to say and this is not like just a defense of maddox kind of thing the whole video i'm thinking this in the back of my head by the end of the video i think maddox is right that it's not really what he's doing here you see, Maddox, if you don't know, has been pretty pent up for a long time. He's been pretty quiet on a lot of shit. And I don't think this is a drama video. I don't think I've already seen some people claim this is Maddox trying to gain clout and crawl his way back into relevancy. I don't think that's what this is. I think Maddox, who is himself a horrifically autistic man. If you don't believe me, just watch carefully for how well he documents all of the references made in this. He's got a link on screen every single time. I mean, this guy, when he calls out Justin for stealing shit, he ain't like, this is no hypocrite when it comes to that at the very least. Maddox is extremely autistic. He never talked about his drama with Dick Masterson publicly, save I think two instances and even more shit that happened outside of this lawsuit. He's never come to his fans to fix it. He's never made it drama. Everyone else made a giant drama industry around him doing that. By the way, maybe even me to some degree. I think by the end of this, he's not technically doing drama but I think you need to front load a discussion like this with that information because it's sure going to seem like it for a long portion of this video. So I just want to address that head on right now before we go any deeper. From Pro Jared to James Charles to Adam Saleh to H3H3 and PewDiePie. There By the way, that video right there. Hang wagon. on. From Pro Jared to James Charles to Adam Saleh to H3. Okay, right here. So this one where this is, I think, the first video where Justin got big. This Sam Hyde H3H3 video. This is where I... It was right before this video came out. He was on Reddit. And I caught him in two Reddit. It wasn't just this one either. He uh, 
I think I saw, I caught him on Reddit for the, his other huge video, the Max Headroom video, which I think Maddox is going to talk about in a bit here. Um, he was in the Million Dollar Extreme subreddit asking people, like, do you think H3 ripped off Sam? This wasn't even, there was no drama about this. Now, Sam Hyde says all that, but I think he kind of says that mostly because of this video existing. It, like, put the thought, the... There was no issue between H3 and Sam Hyde. Wang sort of invented it, and he was getting everybody's takes, and Sam was in the subreddit back then, and he'd reply to stuff, so he was trying to get Sam to notice him, and he, he basically used that as an excuse to post this video once it was made in that subreddit, and of course everybody went and clicked it. That's why this video went big, is because he posted it in that subreddit, Somebody sent a link to me uh, of him doing this. Again, this is before he was a known person, but someone was like, hey, check this out. Look at this. And it was because I was talking about H3 at the time. You know, I covered H3 back long, long ago. I said H3's content is also, I hated H3 way before just about anybody. And so they wanted me to see it because of that. They're like, there's some drama building with this H3 thing. And I'm like, this is nothing. I went through all the posts, but then I noticed Justin was up to nefarious means. Again, I've talked about it in the old episode. I won't retread all that ground, but he was up to slimy shit. And it's all stemming from this video. 3H3 and PewDiePie, there isn't a bandwagon too big or too small for Justin to jump on. He even made a video series where he went after content creators and comedians for allegedly stealing jokes and memes like he was some sort of content cop. If that sounds familiar, that's because there's already a popular web series by iDubbbz called Content Cop, which is a more nuanced, clever, and tongue-in-cheek series than Justin's shitty imitation. But that's not where the similarities end, because Justin even shamelessly called his video Meme Police. Ah yes, let's look up a synonym for the word cop and... Nobody will notice. Good job, Justin, I think it worked. I think you can go further too, I mean, content and meme are in this sphere of YouTube is basically a synonym too. Yeah, I'm not doing content cop. I'm doing uh I'm doing re uh, reaction uh uh agent. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad at this. Except even this seems lifted straight from iDub's video because he literally has a Yeah, we're reaction constables. It's a different thing. I'm a reaction constable, so whatever. Content police sketch. Oops. This is some high school level plagiarism where you just change a few words. One of his first content- Hey, by the way, uh, side note, Maddox, can you get a wipe down? Is there something we can do? Uh, you're, I know you're in front of the green screen. Maybe there's a lighting issue going. Can we just get a- Something. Can we get a rag? Some sort of dry rag. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. There's a- there's an oily sort of Armenian nature coming out here. Cop, I mean, mean police. I actually, by the end of this, it makes sense though. I think he's building up to something big here. Police videos was about comedian Rob Schneider and how he allegedly stole a joke from a meme. If it does sound kind of familiar. Uh, Maddox is looking lizard-like. It's because he stole that fucking joke from a meme that was being shared around at least three days before he tweeted that. Justin doesn't provide any evidence that he stole the joke. His only argument is that he saw a similar meme posted earlier. See, I didn't even bother. I didn't even go this deep. Like, I never accused him of stealing shit, which is ironic because of his first big video, but 
I I couldn't even look. I couldn't sit through his shit long enough to fucking even figure out if he was stealing anything. So it's interesting to me that, uh, by the way, this video is called um, Is Justin Wang a Plagiarist and a Hack or Just a Plagiarist? <laughs> Which is a very... Actually, I think I would have gone the other way with that. Is Justin Wang a hack and a plagiarist or just a hack? But that's just me. Um, I, he's Because I, I think he's definitely a hack. I don't know if this is plagiarism but we'll hear Maddox out. So he concluded that Rob Schneider must have seen the same meme that Justin saw and therefore stole the joke. Oh, here's something interesting. Jacob's family computer in chat says, happy to be here, biased opinion, because I like Wang, but a lot of us liked content cop and wish that there was more of them and nobody wants to touch it because it was Ian's thing, but Ian is dead. Um, I hear you, except for the part where, I think Maddox already illustrated this in the video, there's already... Even before Wang started doing it, 500 copycat content cop things. And more importantly, content cop wasn't really all that. It's really just a reaction with sketches around it, which was already the main form of YouTube. That was the top form of YouTube content in 2014 and 15. Um, I hear you. You like that kind of stuff. I don't get it, and I never have. And I certainly don't think Wang... I don't really think Wang is that. Uh, I mean, like, I get that he stole the basic concept and essentially the name, but I don't think he wasn't putting on the cop uniform and doing the sketches and that shit, right? It was way lazier than that, which I think is what Maddox's problem really is. He's not calling out all of the other guys that also did content cop. He's calling out the laziest guy who did it, which is always the worst. You know, eventually someone comes up with something. That is a format. And unfortunately for everyone, or maybe, or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, um, formats cannot be copyrighted. You can't copyright a format. That's actually a good thing. It means you get variation. It means you get new shit. It means you get more of what you like, like what Jacob was saying. But somebody is going to, is bound to hit on something that's basically a new thing. Everything comes from everything else. Everything's inspired to some degree. But, you know, at a certain point, we all go, oh, yeah, that thing. That's a thing now. We've even got a name for that thing. So a format is kind of up for grabs. I don't really have a problem with a guy doing a form. You know, it'd be like, it'd be like the first guy who did a podcast going, Jesse, you can't do this. You can't talk into this microphone. And then I would have to go, but what about uh, radio guys? And then the radio guy, you know, it's fucking turtles all the way down. How likely is it to have happened? Well, it's hard to tell because the original tweet was deleted. But since the possibility exists, that was apparently good enough for Justin to accuse Schneider of joke theft. Jacob was saying, I think he did it as a tribute. I, I doubt it. I don't know. I bet there was no attribution or anything. People have this idea that just because they saw a joke inside of a picture as a caption that it's suddenly free reign for them to steal it and passes it off as their own. For him to do this hack bullshit, he needs to be called the fuck out. Just See, and then and <laughs> Maddox is here to back up his claims, okay? Maddox has the AU attention to detail. He's been clipping for years. <laughs> Wait until you see all this stuff. Uh, you might think one thing, give it a second, okay? It doesn't give Schneider the benefit of doubt or consider the possibility that two people could have come up with the exact same joke independently. In fact, he feels so strongly about content theft that he's harped on about it in several videos. 
See, Maddox isn't actually making this point. He is using Wang's point against Wang. This is a Wang versus Wang. You heard of Dick versus Dick? This is the Asian version. Wang versus Wang. Content theft is fucking horseshit. There's just something about, you know, actual content theft that just triggers the fuck out of me. The point is... Like, there's a lot of people... Like, I have sometimes jokingly, sometimes not jokingly called out people for stealing goons from me. That's not something you can steal. I don't own a guy just because I'm the first guy to cover him. I've actually seen people very recently in YouTube comments saying, like, you can't copyright covering a thing. Kind of. I mean, kind of, like, listen, you can't copyright it, but if one guy covers something for long enough and gets so involved with it for long enough that he's like a part of their universe, and you know what I'm saying? Like, like Rufia, you like Mersh. Mersh is a big enough guy that anybody could technically cover him, but you couldn't do it without me being involved. You see what I'm saying? So I think it's one of those kinds of things. It's like, yeah, you don't own the format, even if you came up with the format. You don't own the format, but you kind of do. Like, I don't know. The internet's very finicky about shit like this, too. It, it all, the sickest part of the internet is, you know, all of these things are cults of personality. So it all rides on how much and how many people like you. How many people like you and how much do they like you? And depending on the answer to that, it's uh, that will answer whether or not the internet thinks you own a thing, whether or not other people are stealing from you or not. And that's it. That's all it takes. Wang is well liked enough that some of you, even in this chat, are sitting there going, ah, I don't know. Seems finicky. Doesn't matter. Forget the finer details here of what Maddox is saying, like this, especially this plagiarism part. Even though it seems like that's the topic, it ain't. You're not ready for the topic. Because I fucking can't stand content theft. So it came as a surprise when I saw this tweet of Justin's not too long ago. It had over 6,000 retweets and 42,000 likes. That's a legitimately viral tweet. Good job, Justin. Except Justin didn't come up with that joke. And the reason I know is because it's actually funny. This joke was written in 2014 by a guy named Jay Branscombe, and it was very popular with over 43,000 shares and 17,000 likes on Facebook alone. So if the pre-existence of a much less popular meme was enough for Justin to conclude that Rob Schneider was a joke thief, then judging by his own criteria, we have to conclude that Justin must have stolen this joke. See, in the chat, Spooky Sammy says Mr. Burgers belongs to Jesse, and that's so fucking true, by the way. I normally would not have... Listen, I, I've said for years, like, I own K's Good Cooking. Everyone who did K after me stole it from me. And that's just true. Sorry, three years later, after all the shit I did to K, you can't come claim K. I would have said that Dick Masterson owns Mr. Burger. Even Maddox owns Mr. Burgers. But I realized today that I own Mr. Burgers because in the comment section of Maddox's video, I just happened to see Mr. Spurgers shows up and he said, I'm paraphrasing here because I'm not going to remember it entirely. I didn't screenshot it. He said, well, you used to work with Jesse PS. So your trust in judge, your, uh, your judgment is in question. Now I read that and I'm like, at first I didn't even realize it was him. At first I thought that was just a random, like that was a dickhead or somebody. Then I realized, wait a second, this is Mr. Spurgers. You're upset Maddox used to work with me? 
you used to work with me. Mr. Burgers has willingly been a guest on Pot Awful. He took uh, part in the Liquid Burgers Challenge and lost. He was in our Discord. He would join in and hang out with us. He would show us his penis and balls of his own volition. These were all choices he made, by the way, while not manic, while not fucked up, while on the proper medications. These were things he did. So I replied to him with just that information. I said, you used to work with me. And I realized, like, you know what? Yeah, he's mad. He's mad in reply saying, I didn't work with you. Do I have a Mr. Burgers drop? Let's see. Um... That was a fragment of hamburger, uh, burger skin. Look at burger challenge. Look at burger challenge. Get raped vinegar, hater. I said vinegar, not vinegar. I am the FBI. You will all die. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Ah! Ah! So that's the reply I got in Maddox's comments. And I realized, like, no, he hasn't worked with me. I own him. Spooky Sammy's right. He that is con- Mr. Burgers is a form of content that I own. I don't own Justin Wang. Maddox can cover Justin Wang. We've covered him, but I don't own him. I own Mr. Burgers. You see, there's a big difference. Now, with this meme shit, this is where it's all fucking murky. And this is why I've never really liked memes and stuff, and I've kind of acquiesced to them over the years because I realized, well, if you tell everyone you hate memes and they're never going to meme you, you kind of want to be memed, but I don't want to be involved with memes. You know what I'm saying? So I've kind of let it go over the years, my hatred to memes, just for that reason. But still, you might be thinking, well, maybe he didn't see it. Maybe we should give him the benefit of doubt. Most people think no one owns a meme, though. I'll tell you what. I make a meme. I own it. I watermark. I don't give a shit. I don't care about Teddy Fees. I'm watermarking memes. Do you know how many times... I've seen my seasoning salt on a smoke detector joke out in the wild now. This shows up on 4chan every day, okay? I invented a viral meme. If you see someone pouring seasoned salt onto a smoke detector, making fun of a certain racial minority for some reason, who knows why, that was me. And what did I do? I hid pot awful on the seasoning saw. You'll see pot off. Why did I do that? Because I'm never going to get credit for it. No one would believe I did it at this point. I tweeted it out. My Twitter account gets taken down. No one's going to believe it was me. You know, I like to own shit. I, I'm against this kind of stuff. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty for the copyrighted stuff. But at the same time, like, you know, fair use. I couldn't do my job without fair use. It's murky. It's real murky territory, especially with the memes. It can be very murky. So I know there are people who are not going to like this segment. Even though he didn't extend that same courtesy to Rob Schneider. So how likely was it that Justin saw this joke somewhere else before he posted it? Well, it's hard to say, but there was this article about it in the Huffington Post. Now, I know what you're thinking. Nobody reads the Huffington Post, especially not a hard rocking new metal boy like Justin. But then there was also this article about it in USA Today. Well, sure, maybe Justin didn't see that article either. But then there was this one from Business Insider. Okay, so I'm going to skip ahead. You get the idea here. Again, watch the full video. Um, I don't want to focus too heavily on the meme thing because I think it's a... It's not the most important part of this for sure, but it's uh, it's not the strongest part of the argument. But the, the basic point being, Justin thinks other people can't steal memes. And then 
He's got an Instagram page that is nothing but stolen memes and no attribution. But when it comes to his own joke theft, his memory gets a little foggy. It's always the most sanctimonious people who are the ones who are guilty of the thing that they claim to be so against. And what's especially egregious- Please stop saying meme. I- Dude, I was mid-sentence going, that was too many. Oops. Oopsie. Yeah, oh, I said it one too many. Actually, I said it probably 15 too many. About Justin's hypocrisy is that he has the audacity to come. Never forget that K Sun Lee still calls it a meme. Complain about how unfair it is when a bigger person steals a smaller person's work. The idea that, especially like when you're not that big and you're trying to grow, that someone who is much larger than you can take your fucking work and really without fucking consequence you'll be forgotten about this is justin's twitter following and this is jay branscombe's in another content cop i mean meme police video a video series that's totally original and not a ripoff justin harps okay, again maddox we got it can we get hair and well not hair but can we get makeup in somebody please you're getting slimier every minute and for good reason, he's building up to something very good. It's on a guy named Liam Deneen for posting memes to promote himself, and he complains because he doesn't know who he is. You need a squeegee or something. I just feel like... Justin also criticized this guy for allegedly stealing content, posting granny memes, and using these memes on his Instagram page to grow his fan base. But first I go to this Instagram page, and the Instagram page is just the same fucking memes that are on his Facebook page. He's just some dude that's become wildly popular for posting really bad fucking memes. So it came as a surprise when I looked at Justin's Instagram page and saw hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of memes. All right, you get it? See, all right, let's skip this part. Let's skip this part, skip this part, skip this part, skip this part. Very funny, all very funny. It's not important for us, okay? We're just gonna go a little further here, and then that way we're not stealing entirely from Maddox. So he's making money using other people's content. You would think that someone who deputized himself as the meme police and is doing interviews on meme websites would hold himself to a higher standard. I wonder if he's ever said anything about people who grandstand and act morally superior while doing the exact same thing. You don't get to grandstand, act like you're morally superior to someone. Meanwhile, you're basically- Why is it, by the way, every YouTuber does this joke and it's funny every time. I don't know. For me, this is the one thing that every YouTuber does that makes me laugh is they say a thing and then they play the clip and that's what the guy says exactly. Every, it's hack. It's super hack. But it's funny. I don't. It makes me laugh. Maybe I'm brain dead and retarded and I have Down syndrome. Maybe I should be taken behind some sort of uh, you know grain silo and put out of my misery finally. But I do laugh every single time someone's, you know, whenever you're presenting a video and you go, you know, Justin seems to think that he's a Down syndrome retard with AIDS. And then he, you play the clip and Justin's going, I'm a Down syndrome retard with AIDS. Every single time I laugh. Basically doing the same fucking thing that they did. I was really hoping he was about to say, I'm a Down syndrome retard with AIDS. Long shot. I'll admit it's a long shot, but how good would that have been? On September 10th, 2017, Justin finally made his first relatively successful video, and it was successful because it had nothing to do with him. It was about some supposed drama between H3H3 and Sam Hyde. It was, in his own words, the most growth he'd seen on his- You know what? Actually, that makes- it just hit me. Like, it's so clear now. What makes something not 
drama. Okay. And by the way, it's still drama. This word is gay. I, you know, I, I might have to find my own grain silo, take myself back there. It's vitamin S. If I keep saying these words, me and silo, <laughs> if I keep saying fucking drama and content and knowing who I dubs is, I, it's over. That's kind of a life not really lived right there, but. I was saying earlier, you know, this isn't really drama. What separates this? I think by the end of this, I agree that what what Maddox is doing here is not drama. He just said it, though. Listen to this one more time. Between H3H3. It was successful because it had nothing to do with him. It was successful because it had nothing. It's not drama if you are involved. That's. I mean, it's personal drama, but it's not Keemstar. It's not drama alert. Ah! Is that what Keemstar does? I've never... I'm, I'm not that versed in YouTube. Ah, drama alert! Keemstar, have me on the show, okay? I know exactly all your tricks, and I will actually expose Salvo as being a pee-pee drinker if you have me on. Drama alert! What is his intro thing? Let's have drama! I don't remember how it goes. Anyway, it's not drama if you're involved. I, I don't know why I didn't realize this. I've been hammering on this for so long now. I Fucking 10 years at least. I've been saying there's a difference between reaction content and then what I do. And everybody always says, what do you constantly hear as like, this is bizarre to me. This is what I'll never understand. The people who hate pot awful, they don't like me because they say I'm inserting myself into drama. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm in it. And thus it's not drama anymore. If you're in it, it's your story. Matt, you know, uh, Mersh said this one time about me long, long time ago. He said, uh, this was in, <laughs> you know what this was? When I did the first parody of Mersh and he ran to his Discord and said, Give him nothing. nothing. You guys know Mersh? You can buy my uh, Mersh shirt and all of the Pot Awful shirts, by the way. Just go to childpornhub.com. That's where you can buy my shirts. Childpornhub.com. Point is, Mersh ran to his Discord. He's freaking out. Pot Awful's made fun of him. It's the worst thing that could possibly happen. He, you know, once Pot Awful makes fun of you, your life is over, okay? Unless Pot Awful chooses, it's over. So what does he say to them? This is one of the things he says. He goes, you ever notice how Jesse doesn't have any, like, personal stories? Now, keep in mind, when I was on Revenge of the Sis, they were asking me about my stories, and I was telling them, they asked me about me being arrested, and investigated by the Secret Service and getting banned from... Those are my personal stories. They're the ones you asked, but sure. Yeah, I've got no personal stories. I think for me, it's, I know it sounds like drama to you, but for me, it was very personal when I got arrested by my boss, when my boss had me falsely arrested. That was a very personal story for me. But his whole point was, Jesse's got no stories. He's got no friend. He's never talking about his friend. What if I came on here one day and I was like, okay, everybody, welcome to the show. 
hey, uh, you know, the other day, I actually had a pretty pleasant cookout, invited a couple of the buds over, and, uh, you know, we had some brewskis, and uh, then we played Ookie Cookie. <laughs> okay, and I guess that would be a story. I can't even fake a bad story. We played Ookie Cookie, and I won. And I'm not going to tell you which version I think is winning. But I think you know. So, Mersh thinks that having a story, Mersh thinks that a life is, you know, I have a cat. And I tell you about my cat. And for everyone else on the internet, we go, that's a woman's diary. And somehow, this is a cross-eyed man with a Norwood who is uh, hurtling toward 40 forever in front of us. I think it's a personal story. It's not drama. It's a personal story. So Maddox is right. If it's about you, it's not drama. Hello, drama alert. Jules, come to me. I'm doing Keemstar now. Jules, people, the children. The children on the internet thought I was Keemstar. They didn't. They couldn't tell. They thought I was copying Keemstar. I'm a fag. On, I was on the roof. It was different. I was on the roof the other day. I was copying Keemstar. Okay, so now we're doing Keemstar. Okay, now I'm friends with him. But we're also copying H3H3. Shout outs. Yeah, I saw Ethan had Ela on. So now I've got Jules on, right? But Opie and Anthony said having a girl on is a hole. That's a hole, so you're not allowed to be on camera. Shout outs. Shout outs. But Howard Stern has Robin, so you're over there in a booth. You're my Robin, you're my Robin, you're my Ela, you're my hole, and not the one that has to cover my diaper. Okay, bit of a tangent. Drama! So, yeah, very funny. Wang, it was a popular video because it wasn't about him, and that's what makes it drama. Now, I know what you're thinking. How is this video about Wang? What does this have to do with Maddox? Just wait! It was about some supposed drama between H3H3 and Sam Hyde. It was, in his own words, the most growth he'd seen on his own channel in a single month. That shit was amazing for my channel. This is probably the most growth I've ever had in a single fucking month. Oh, uh, you do not want to see Wang growth. But the problem with drama is that once you get a taste of that sweet drama- Everybody Wang chug tonight! Everybody crank tongue tonight. Drama juice, it becomes addictive. Oh yeah, you hear that? But the problem with drama is that once you get a taste of that sweet drama juice, it becomes addictive. You either have to keep finding drama or making it to feed the content beast. As soon as someone draws a little blood, all the rats come out and it's fucking disgusting because all these fucking people are grasping at straws. But don't take my word for it. Hell yeah, Maddox. Those are literally Justin's words. As soon as someone draws a little bit of blood, all the rats come out. We all need that sweet drama juice to drive our channels. I every time, man, I swear to God, every time, I... Get a kick out of the, the drama juice. We also need... Okay, so now we're going to be putting witch's hats on Justin. We're going to be stretching him and shrinking him. What else are we going to... We're going to start... We're going to start taking pictures of ourselves going... Mm, and we're going to be saying drama juice to him. Every time... Listen, every time he retweets... I don't know if you know this. When someone retweets something on Twitter and you reply to their retweet, they get tagged in it. A lot of people don't know that. 
So you tag the, the person who tweeted originally and you tag the retweeter. Every single time Wang retweets wrestling, just type drama juice. Drama juice, okay? We're doing drama juice posting. We're doing Krang posting. We're doing witch's hat posting. I could see why the drama juice is so fucking addictive, but it's fucking disgusting. It's fucking disgusting because all these fucking people now, they're grasping at straws. You're talking about yourself. You're talking about yourself, you astounding hypocrite. He even said it again in another video in a moment of mind-numbing lack of self-awareness. Now you're starved for content. You've got a big growing fan base and you're chasing those fucking likes. You need to feed the content beast. That's fucking sick. Now remember that clip because- That is sick! Huh, where have I heard that before? Oh yeah, the Wang episode on the pizza fun. Because I'll be referencing it later. Once he exploited the drama for all it was worth, he turned his attention to Tales from the Internet, a series where he delves into popular events and people online. So another series where it's popular not because of him, but in spite of him. One of his most popular videos is about the Max Headroom incident from the 80s, where someone jammed a signal of a TV broadcast in Chicago. That much is fairly common knowledge. But what isn't common knowledge is all the detail Justin goes into. He cites specific names. Chuck Swirsky, John McDougal, Captain Midnight. Dates. October of 2015. 2010. Call letters. WGN-TV. WTTWT. Now, this is where things... I don't know. This gets a little in the weeds for me on this one because listen, I have known about this, uh, you know, I've known about the Captain Midnight incident. I'm, very, I'm into this stuff. I don't know if you've noticed. I may or may not have an affinity toward things like Max Headroom. I may be aware of pop cultural phenomenons involving hacking TV signals and the character of Max Headroom and the, uh, you know, uh, 20 minutes to, I don't know if you've ever heard of the dark future. There may be references in this very show to stuff like that. So Maddox is about to make the point that, and he, he kind of said at the beginning that uh, Wang was born only like three years before the uh, Max Headroom hacking incident. If you don't know about it, do not go watch Wang's video about it. Just read the Wikipedia article. It's actually better. It's actually more interesting and probably more accurate. I, I've known about that, and I don't know how I know about that. I just picked up on that stuff through cultural osmosis. I've certainly read the Wikipedia article about it as well, but I've seen a million things about it here and there all over the internet. I could tell you that story you know, I wouldn't have every date and name and every little thing accurate about it, but I could give you the basic tale of it without looking up anything because I am aware of it. I think that is something you can do. I think Maddox is not clear enough about his point here, and there's going to be a lot of kids, okay? There's going to be a lot of Wang children <laughs> where the children who watch Wang, the children who have never heard of anything before they were born, Somehow, we exist in a reality where all of human knowledge up until this point that wasn't lost, you know, in the uh, world flood or Tartaria or whatever, every single thing ever has been documented and is at the uh, tip of your fingers at any moment ever, wherever you are on Earth, you can instantly find out anything. And somehow, everyone born after 1997 has never heard of anything before 9-11, and maybe not even 9-11.
Never forget, they say. Except for Tower 7. So, a dancing Israeli, huh? A dancing Israeli says what? Ooh, almost got ya. Almost. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know how that is, but when you are looking at these Wikipedia readers, when you're watching this shitty content, when you're sitting there fucking subscribing to it, because I know you are, and you never unsub, even after you stop watching them, you're still subscribed to them. How do these people have thousands, if not millions of subscribers? No one ever unsubs. When you're sitting there going, who's watching this? Who needs this? Wait a second. When, when something from your lifetime is being covered as if it's like a brand new story and you're like, wait, everybody doesn't know about that? Who needs to know about it? Anyone born after 1997. I don't know why that's the year, okay? But it is the year. That's the year. And next year, it'll move up a little bit, but that's where we're at. So, Wang, his audience is mostly children. It's either children or arrested development meme adults, okay? Meme adults, by the way, are the Disney adults of the internet. You know, Chris Chan is the Walt Disney of the internet, and the Disney adults are the meme guys, the, uh, you know, my parents divorced, and now I'm permanently 13 sort of guys. I I just picked up smoking in my mid-20s sort of guys. Does that make sense? Hope it does. So, children are into this shit. Children are watching it. Maddox is going to have the problem of anyone who's a fan of Wang has the mind of a child. And anyone who sees this video and calling out Wang is not going to understand his point that Wang wasn't alive for this. Like, there's no way he remembers this. Everybody can go and look this stuff up. Why can't you just make a video about it? I don't think he's going to make a good enough case for this in it. But he's, he's still right. He's still right about what he's saying. I just feel like he could have made the case better. An ad campaign. The new Coke. That's the way. Coke. And even seemed to recognize the theme song to an old cartoon from the late 1950s. Note that the song he's singing here is a theme song from an old cartoon called Clutch Cargo. Clutch Cargo. The only th Like, I know what Clutch Cargo is because I seen Pulp Fiction. You know, when I was a kid, I saw Pulp Fiction. And then I had to be like, what the, what's that Clutch Cargo thing? What is that? What's that whole thing about in that movie? And then my dad was like, oh, Clutch Cargo, yeah, I remember that. Oh, that was a good cartoon. And then I watched it, and I was like, no, it's barely a cartoon. It's a drawing where they superimpose a Chinese man's mouth over it. So maybe Wang does have some sort of childhood knowledge of this cartoon. Thing Justin doesn't cite are sources, at least for the first four minutes and 10 seconds of the video. While Justin does use news clips at the start of his video, those clips are over 30 years old. So the only way he could have known that those clips existed was if he read someone else's research. Well, you might be thinking that maybe Justin might have just known this information from memory. Except this incident occurred in 1987, and according to this website, Justin was born in 1984. See, this... this uh... He's right. I get it. But the children are not going to understand his point here. This is not well articulated. Which means that he was just three years old when it happened. God damn. He was born in 1984. He's that old. That's crazy. That is crazy being a new metal band at that age. But then again, that's the age you would have to be to remember new metal. So that means either Justin was able to remember all those names, dates, and times 30 years later to make a video about it, or that he's a plagiarist. 
plagiarism is See, again you can there's an in-between there is a happy medium there Maddox. this is where maddox's autism you know maddox's autism is an unstoppable force and it's going to meet the immovable object of stupid children on the internet and we're just when you present someone else's work, ideas, or research as your own. According to Evidence Explained, this includes changing a few words, changing the sentence. So again, I want you to watch this whole thing, but we're gonna skip ahead here a little bit. We're still gonna be in this section, but uh, I do wanna skip ahead. Without giving him credit. Finally, after four minutes and 10 seconds of Justin pilfering research from this article, he finally cites his source. See, in the chat, they're saying reach. It's not a reach. Again, he's right. It's just presented wrong. But that doesn't happen until after he's already used much of it earlier in the video. He is stealing. Like, the, he, trust me, in what I'm skipping and then some of this coming up, he makes the point well enough that it's still plagiarized for sure. Video without I just don't think the reason he's plagiarized it is that he was born in 1984. I don't think that makes sense. Credit, and even then, he only cites it for a small portion, giving the impression that everything that came before it was his original research when it wasn't. According to Vice Motherboard, the Eric Fournier theory is as follows. So you might be wondering, why does any of this matter? Well, it's because plagiarism is theft, and for a guy who supposedly hates content theft so much, he sure does seem to do a lot of it. But maybe the reason Justin doesn't cite his source is because if he did, his video would sound like this. According to Vice Motherboard, the anchor, Dan Rohn, had this to say. According to Vice Motherboard, the real Max Headroom was the spokesperson. According to Vice Motherboard, the song he's singing here is the theme song. The guy who wrote the- See, that's the best part of this whole video when it comes to the Justin stuff. It, like, that illustrates the point entirely. You're not watching a Wang video you are listening to a Vice Media article. And a lot of the people who watch Wang would never read Vice, right? There's probably a bunch of you out there like, yeah, I watch Wang, he's pretty cool. But if I asked you like, are you into Vice? You'd be like, oh, what? are you kidding? They're gay. What do I want to do? Read a hundred, you know, the best brand of hot dog to stick up your ass if you're trans? I'd read that article, but I 100% get why you wouldn't be into, into Vice, but why is it okay when Wang reads it? Why is it okay when an internet man reads it? How does that change anything about it? And that is perfectly illustrated in that little second the section there. If he actually cited his sources every single time, he'd just be repeating himself for the entire video. In the chat, Jacob says again, I, I hate to keep calling you out, Jacob, but I just, I don't know, your name's just popping out to me here. He says, LOL, why does Maddox hate Wang? Because Wang's a hypocrite? Now, let's be clear about something. To cover someone on the internet, and we have to say this all the time, you don't have to hate them. I don't hate Mersh. It's funny to make fun of him. That said, that's not what's happening here, and you're about to find out why Maddox hates Wang. This article did all the hard work of tracking down interviews, trawling through- We're 20 minutes into this video, by the way, and it's about to take a fucking- To call it a left turn would be kind. Like, we're about to- We're about to do a UFO-style travel into space. You know, one of these. The only thing that lets you know it's a UFO and not a bug. We're gonna go- Archive footage, and he even filed a freedom of information request through the FBI. 
Justin then came along and skimmed off the top of his work for a shitty YouTube video where he even got some major facts wrong. At one point in his video, Justin flat out lies. 30 plus years later, he still hasn't been caught. But there are a few suspects. No, there are not. It's the real smoking gun in this case. There is no smoking gun in this case because there is no case. There are no leads, there are no suspects, none, period. The person who did this is still at large, end of story. For over 10 minutes in his video, Justin casually implicates innocent people of crimes with penalties of up to $100,000 and a year in prison. This includes one guy who not only had the inability to pull this off, but he wasn't even able to defend himself because he's dead. Eric himself isn't able to deny this theory as he passed away in 2010, according to Vice Motherboard. For the last seven minutes of the video, Justin reads a Reddit article where someone mistakenly thought the culprit was someone he met at a party, but it turns out he was wrong. Justin inexplicably decided to include this in his video anyway, despite the fact that the very Reddit post he's reading from has an update stating very clearly that these people are officially eliminated as suspects. And again, I'm interested in this incident. I love the Max Headroom incident. I love the mystery. It's my D.B. Cooper. You know those guys are obsessed with figuring out who is D.B. Cooper. This is my thing. I'm into it. I was. I remember this article. I don't even have to look at it to know exactly what Maddox is talking about. I was there when this Reddit uh, post was live, and everybody was thinking this dude, they found him. They found the Headroom guy. And I remember the edit coming in and being like, uh, sorry, I'm, just, I'm an idiot. It was just an autistic guy I knew. I Sorry, I just thought it was him because he was autistic. That was literally, by the way, their reasoning. Their reasoning was this guy was autistic, so I think it was him. And then there's absolutely no way it could be him. Justin Wang was like, yeah, it's probably him. I'll just include that in the video anyway. The guy said it's not him. So now we've got layers of autism going on. I'm being autistic about, Mer about uh, Maddox being autistic, about Wang being autistic about a guy who wasn't even being that autistic to begin with. But instead of omitting this bogus lead, Justin decided to keep it in and incredulously glossed over the fact that they've been cleared, almost like it's an afterthought at the end of his video. So let's skip ahead a little bit and again, watch the whole thing. Oh wait, I can't skip over witch hat stuff. Justin's video could have been boiled down to this. So, uh turned out they weren't the guys. Don't forget to smash that like button, hit subscribe for new videos every- Since Justin didn't credit most of his sources, I tracked down as many as I could. See, again, autism on autism on autism on autism. Maddox is that guy, man. He'll do it. He's really crediting everybody here. Go to Maddox's video for all of Maddox's credits. Let's skip ahead and let's get to where this gets crazy. He's even like Maddox even apparently put together. I don't know if it's out yet, but he apparently put together a template for you to make your own Wang video, which is a very funny move. I, I, I might do that when he puts that out. I might do one. I don't think it's out yet. I didn't see it on there. So he's giving more examples of shit that Justin stole. This is all very important to the case, but you guys are sitting here wondering why does he hate Justin Wang. So I want to get to that answer because uh, I'm sitting there, you know, I'm 25 minutes in. I'm like, where is this go? How is it this long? There's no way. One in Poland. This is a okay. Let's skip a little bit further, a little bit further. Some anime song. You know, it's always all these guys lost media icebergs. They all did the, the when icebergs became a trend. Who jumps on? Of course, 
Justin Wang, just stealing it from all the other iceberg channels. Facebook, Reddit, Discord, and IRC, and I'm- Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I might've gone a little too far here, let's, okay. This was because when he was taken away, they had believed he had died. So by now you're probably wondering, why am I going after this guy so- Yeah! Yeah! We are wondering 25 minutes into this video, what the hell is your problem with our internet man, Wang? What the fuck is your deal, Baldy? So hard. After all, I don't normally go after other YouTubers like this. My targets are usually children and animals. So why am I going after just- You really don't want that. That I funny and I get it, but you, in a vacuum, that's a bad drop. Other YouTubers like this. My targets are usually children and animals. So why am I going after Justin? Well, it's because Justin went after me. Buckle up, because this video is about to take a very strange turn. There is another side to Justin that most people don't know about. Not that most people even know about any side to Justin, but it's one where he tries to cancel and deplatform people he doesn't like. And he's even gone so far as to get them removed from speaking engagements. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up, because this is no longer drama reaction. I'm about to get involved. Bow, 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 boom, doom, bow, boom, boom. And I know this about him because he's done it to me. Justin is part of an online group who harasses, stalks, and coordinates attacks against people using Facebook, Reddit, Discord, and IRC. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the rape apologist part of the video, okay? Now. The one time Maddox ever called out Dick Masterson for all their static and back and forth and all their bullshit. Um, you know, he put out a pretty good video, a pretty convincing one. Uh, a lot of great points, a lot of damning shit. And people were listening. And then there was the part of the video where he called Dick Masterson a rape apologist. Now, let me be clear. When I say this is the rape apologist part of the video, he's actually going to do exactly the opposite. There ain't no rape apologies happening here but this is very similar to when he called dick masterson a rape apologist um i don't know was this a good move or not i want to let you guys judge in fact maddox wants you to be the judge he asks at the end of this video if you're interested in hearing the full story to go leave him a comment and let him know if you want all the info i'm gonna spoil a little bit here right now this doesn't go into dick masterson Dick, I don't think is ever mentioned by name specifically, although from screenshots and stuff, you can certainly make it out. Um, I think Maddox is finally willing in the year of our Lord, 2023, when it's way too late, Maddox is ready to talk about the lawsuit, about Dick Masterson, about everything happening behind the scenes. Go watch his video right now. If you have to leave this video to do it, go find this video, leave a comment, and say you want to hear the full story. Maddox is open for fucking business. Now, if he just went after Dick Masterson in this, if that's who the target here was, if he was flipping the script on Justin Wang and went to Dick Masterson, would we cover it? Sure. Yeah, probably. But I'm way more interested and way more involved because of who he actually decides to make this video all about. 
and it ain't Justin Wang. And I'm one of their primary targets. This group is run by an obsessed stalker who's been waging a smear campaign against me and- So you gotta be vague. What? Okay, how is it not Dick Masterson? Who else would it be then? If not Dick Masterson, some sort of crazy fan, some sort of obsessed dickhead, who is it? Others for years. And since Justin can't resist jumping on every piss and drama bandwagon that comes along, he joined this mob like many others before it. Except this time, Justin didn't just stand by as an idle observer, which would be bad enough, he became an active participant in this harassment campaign and personally went after my livelihood. Yeah, Maddox tapping in. Here's one of the posts that Justin made in this group where he was actively looking for my sources of income. And then he found one of my speaking engagements, or in his words, one of the workshops that keep the lights on at Casa de Maddox. Okay, so this is the Dick Show group. Again, if it ain't Dick, who is it? I'm the gay joker. He then pointed the harassment mob to this panel, posted a link to it in their Facebook group, tweeted directly at them multiple times, and then as if that wasn't scummy enough, he even posted the names of the panelists and organizers of the event, making it easier for the group to harass them. Info Warren Chat says, oh damn, Jesse wasn't kidding about the M. Night twist. Just wait. And after he pointed this mob to this event, they of course spammed the organizers with threats, smears, and harassment, and I was removed from the panel. Good job, dipshit. Now again, in classic Maddox fashion, he can never do everything. Like, there's always a, a problem with what he does. If this was just a Justin Wang video and there wasn't a personal element, it would be great. The personal element kind of smears the first half of the video a little bit. It does. It discolors it a little bit. It's too easy to discredit the Justin Wang part. But by the end of this video, you're going to be going, Justin who? Maybe if Justin put as much work into his videos as he did trying to cancel people, they wouldn't be so shitty. And if you're wondering what kind of smears this group has been spreading about me, here's a small sample of the slander. Someone from this group created a fake Twitter account with a fake rape allegation against me. Okay, no rape apologies. They even used pictures of an innocent girl they found on Instagram who wasn't even aware her pictures were being used like this. Then they created a false rape allegation using this fake profile and even claimed this fictional person sent me pictures of her pregnancy test after her rape. Okay, could you please stop saying, I just got monetized on YouTube again. I know you'll never be taken off of YouTube, but there's a lot of R's happening here. And that she had to get it. Once you hear, you say, you say that word that many times and it's, there's chills, you know, and I'm not talking number five. There's a, now we're in spooky territory. This music is apropos. A guy can only say R so many times before in your head you start hearing. You know, there's something about that word. It echoes through time. You start hearing Volga Boatman playing in the back of your head. Volga Boatman. Volga Boatman. An abortion. Remember that clip I played earlier where Justin said it's always the most sanctimonious people who are guilty of the thing they claim to be so against? Every time, man. That clip was from a video where he talks about an activist group that outed people in the hardcore music scene. Justin criticized. Huh, I wonder why he would have criticisms about guys in the hardcore music scene being outed as creeps. Besides that group, because at one point they went from just going after people who were abusive 
to actively seeking victims as a punitive measure against bands they didn't like by saying they needed more victims. As much as people have called all the other Me Too stories, witch hunts and shit like that, this is some next level shit when you put out a post saying need more victims. Well, this mob did the exact same thing using this fake account. They even went a step further from just looking for victims that don't exist to creating one with a fake rape allegation, which is a crime, and then they even tweeted it to people I'm associated with using the MeToo hashtag. This is among the most repugnant shit I've ever seen on the internet. Besides the slander itself, which is damaging in its own right, this kind of fake horse shit hurts actual rape victims. Cap okay, and see that, like, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. I'm not, a lot of people wouldn't be with you here, Maddox. Okay, a lot of people wouldn't, and then you go, eh, but what about the real victims? And I'm like, this video ain't about the real victim. Let's be honest. This video is about fuck Justin Wang and also fuck. Hmm. Casting doubt into legitimate claims of rape and sexual assault. This is the kind of shit I've been dealing with from this group for years now. And when it's called out, they always lie, shift blame, and deny it was their group. But it's always the same group of people. How do I know? Because I've blocked most of them on Twitter, including mm. Justin. And since most of them follow each other- I just assumed he had them blocked because all that fucking wrestling shit, but okay. And they're the only group of people I consistently block, I can tell at a glance when it's their group because all I have to do is look at who they're following, and it's the same people from the group that Justin's a part of. Look at these names. Don't you feel like- Don't you feel like you're traveling time? You just looked up into the Donnie Darko portal above your house, and you're like, whoa. What year is, I mean, this is, imagine if this video dropped in 2017, 2018, 27, 2018, you'd be like, yeah, you know, the, the, I mean, the lawsuit would have gone a different way that we would be living in it. There is a universe out there somewhere where Maddox got his shit together a little bit quicker and 50 people were sued for a bajillion dollars. Okay, and it worked. That universe exists, and all he had to do was start putting out this video. Taking part in the same smear campaign, like always. This is the story of how gullible dipshits like Justin can get caught up in online mobs fueled by hatred, lies, and gossip. So I saw this, and this is image here that he's got on screen is from the thumbnail. So I was like, oh, okay, it must be wrapping up. Must be over. I paused it and I went to go type other stuff and do, you know, go on Twitter and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, it must be almost over. I got to start getting ready for the show. And then I noticed the fucking time on it. And I'm like, we're only halfway through. This is half, this is half of the video. Where could this possibly go? I was like, this is amazing. This is a great video. Good. I, that's when I tweeted. When I went to Twitter and I said, I'm on Team Maddox 100%. I hadn't even seen any more than this at that point. Except this time, Justin got way too involved and crossed the line that he shouldn't have. So how did Justin get involved in all of this? Well, unfortunately, Justin has a rare medical condition called ITM-HOFB, or inability to mind his own fucking business. Since Justin has this disease and is apparently unable to mind his own fucking business, when he came across the smear campaign, he couldn't resist joining the mob and personally going after me, even though I hadn't done anything to him. He not only got involved in the smear campaign, but at one point he ingratiated himself with one of the two main ringleaders of this harassment campaign. Okay. So then this image comes up. It's got a big question mark of who's that Pokemon style thing going. And I'm looking at this image and I'm like, 
I feel like I should know who's behind this question mark. And I couldn't place it. I couldn't place it. The mystery was still there. I'm kind of wondering, where is this going? It's like crazy. How does Wang connect back to Maddox? And former moderators of this group, a guy by the name of Asterios Kokonos. Let's take it to the big board. Ladies and gentlemen, back from the dead, fucking time travel coma patient of the year. We're talking Asterios Kokonos. You didn't think it was possible. You didn't think it could ever be done. Someone said Mad Cucks. People were guessing the chat. Mad Cucks, uh, Pinochet. Um, oh, so a couple of people got it right. Asterios, Asteroid Cox himself. Oh, yeah, that's right. Boisterous Coconuts. Now, I told you at the beginning of this, when the time travelers approached me on Twitter, and I got to explain why I'm part of the lawsuit every fucking time to them, I always give the same reason. The reason is, I'm not, I'm not part, why was I part of a lawsuit against Dick Masterson? I wasn't part of a lawsuit against Dick Masterson. Sure. Dick Masterson was named in the lawsuit. Sure, yeah, yeah, that happened. Let me and get former Asterios moderators of this group, a guy by the name of Asterios... Okay, Asterios Kokonos. So, yeah, I was... Uh, Dick Masterson is part of the group, but so were like 30 other people. This lawsuit had a ton of people in it. And I've always said from the beginning, I told Maddox, the lawsuit is a bad idea. Don't do it. Cancel it. It's stupid. You're wrong for doing it. And everyone says that's bullshit because I'm in an affidavit in the lawsuit. Why are you part of the lawsuit against Dick Masterson? Well, what about the fucking other 50 people named in Maddox's retard lawsuit? How come you never bring those up? Why? Because Dick Masterson's the biggest name on there. Why don't you name Sean? How come I'm never in a, how come I was never part of a lawsuit against, uh, you know, mint salad? I don't, I don't even know who else was named. In the lawsuit. How come I'm not part of a lawsuit against Weber Shandwick? You'll hear all about Weber Shandwick here in a second. How come that? And it's because that's not the name they know. Well, here's a name you know. I wasn't in a lawsuit against Dick Masterson. I was in a lawsuit against Asterios Kokonos. If you read my affidavit, which I believe all the information is public. I think it's all out there. Um... I've got a super chat says, great show. What's happening? Who are these people? Just go back and rewatch. I can't explain. Um, if you go, oh, we've got some, <laughs> we've got some Wang images posted in the uh, Wang thing. Well, I'll come back to those in a second here. Okay. I got to go to the uh, Asterios fucking post here. All right. Why do I hate Asterios Coke? I hate this guy. The wor- do your worst to him. I don't care. I'm not telling anybody go do it. I'm not sending minions out. I'm saying the if the worst things on earth happen to this guy, he fucking deserves him. Why was I a party to that lawsuit? Because I believed in the lawsuit when it came to Asterios. No one else. I didn't I had nothing to say about Dick Masterson about I, and again, I don't even know who else is in the lawsuit. I was in a lawsuit against Asterios Kokonos. And if you want to know if that was right or wrong, well, let me explain this to you now. To the time travelers out there, welcome. You've got mail. 
You need to check your mail. It's been a long time. There's a lot of dick shows you've missed. You may have missed the pod awful episode about this. Also in the pizza fund. If you want to go check that out, by the way, pod awful dot pizza. Support the show. Join the pizza fund. Potawful dot pizza. Pizza pizza. Pizza. Potawful dot pizza. P-I-C-C-A. So, again, you want to see that episode, Pizza. I've explained all of this, but now it's behind the paywall. A lot of these guys were in comas. I feel the need to say this again before Maddox goes into tearing this man apart. Because this man deserves it, and I wish Maddox was smart enough to have done it a long time ago. Because when you hear this shit, it's unmistakable. And I know for a fact, back when I was still talking to Maddox, he had all of the info in this video... Back then, this is all old, old shit. Why do I hate Asterios Kokonos? I'll show you. Why do I think he deserves the worst? Here's the picture. Now, you're thinking, Jesse, what does this have to do with it? It's just Asterios holding up a few dollar bills. Well, this image is one he posted to that same obsessive cult that's against Maddox, you know, the Dick Show, um, uh, the Dick Show Facebook group that Wang was a part of. Actually, in fact, I actually have, maybe I should show you these first. I have comments from Wang about me from that group. Look at this. Justin Wang. This is from 20, like 16 or 17 or something. Justin Wang says, on some level, I think it'd be satisfying if Jesse wound up with more Patreon money than Maddox. Um, and then, I don't know, there's other people talking about that too. So he, Justin Wang was cheering on pod awful to beat out Maddox over on the dick show Reddit. By the way, these are found by Angie. She had these, this is an entire Reddit post about me. Here's hot Pikachu sex, which is of course the name I knew Justin Wang by back when he was stealing Reddit content to become famous. He says, possibly unpopular opinion. I think Jesse's appearance was the strongest episode of best debate. Maddox's podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin Wang is a fan. Oops, embarrassing. Oopsie. Justin likes pot awful. Hi, Justin. Sorry about that. Anyway, Asterios posts this image of him holding up cash. What's so bad about that? Well, here's why I signed the fucking affidavit against him. Here's why, and this is something you actually need to understand before I even say this. The lawsuit. What was it for? Like $40 million or something stupid like that? Stupid fucking Maddox, man. The judge dismissed the law, the lawsuit against every single person, Dick Masterson, all of them, with prejudice. He said, the, with prejudice meaning that he thinks there's no case here and it's basically now Maddox cannot bring this vexatious lawsuit up again. He can't do it to them again because it's bullshit. That's what the judge said, except for one person. One person in the entire suit. Now, it was dismissed, but it was dismissed without prejudice. It was dismissed, and the judge basically said, 
you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but in so many words, he said, you've got nothing when it comes to everybody else, but this Asterios guy, you might have a case. This just isn't the one. This isn't the case. Try again. Get a better lawyer. Maddox had the worst fucking lawyer ever. I told him that. I had to communicate with the lawyer to give him the affidavit about Asterios. This dude sucks. He's retarded. He couldn't understand anything I was telling him. I had to keep telling him, like, I don't have info about this person. I don't have info about Dick. I'm not saying anything about these other people. You know, he was trying to get, they had to, Maddox and the lawyer begged me to do this affidavit. I said no originally. As much as I hate Asterios, I said no. And I was talked into it because I realized, like, well, Asterios deserves it. And why does he deserve it? He made this post. He says, Pod awful bounty time. Yay! I got excited, very excited to see all of this. Now, I've had bounty hunters after me before, so, you know, no big deal. Pod awful bounty time. If you can send me a YouTube URL and time code where Jesse mentions my full name or other identifying information, I will PayPal you $10. Bounty goes to the first person to report each URL and time code. One bounty per person because I'm poor, as the photo below clearly demonstrates. I'm putting this request out because I honestly don't have the time to hunt all the time codes down. Now, Asterios Kokonos, by the way, he wants bounties on me saying his full name. He's posting this under his full name. Asterios, it's not like he trades under the name Maddox. It's not like he trades under the name Hot Pikachu Sex. Online, Asterios Kokonos, believe it or not, is known as, and this is bad branding, but whatever, Asterios Kokonos. That's what he chose to go by. So he wants to make it a crime and wants to pay people to find me saying his name, to name name doxing a man who is a public figure. Why does he want these time codes? To report me. He wants to report me on every platform I'm on. He says, um... My pay, well, that's what my Patreon supporters are paying me for. But if Jesse's going to continue to be Jesse, I'm going to have to step it up. Report them all to me at a. Now, this is odd to say. You don't want people to say your name, but you can report your name being said to asterios.coconos at gmail.com. Thanks. <laughs> there's another one. I'm not going to read this whole thing to you because there's multiple posts. And this is what I gave to the lawyers, by the way. My affidavit is this shit right here and me saying that I saw Asterios using company uh, it's a whole fucking thing. I, I Basically, I was a witness to Asterios committing a crime and I just said I saw it. Under penalty of perjury, I fucking saw him do it. And it's true, I did. So, here's the other one he posts. Um, just making shit up here, but he says He will not leave us alone, and as long as his Manson family-esque followers keep giving him money, this is the man who gave us the name the Manson Five. Um, As long as his Manson family-esque followers keep giving him money directly via PayPal or by paying $4 to see his paywalled YouTube videos, an amount of money that has never been part of my pricing plan. He's just making shit up here. $4. I don't know where that comes from. As long as he's doing that, he's gonna survive. 
I'm sorry. Maybe I'm taking it a little too far. Maybe this is just in my head and I shouldn't be so worried. When a guy starts telling people online that I shouldn't be allowed to survive, I'm going to take that seriously. Fuck you, faggot. Die. Oh, I'm not allowed to survive. And by the way, this is back when, you know, I, I wasn't married. I didn't have children. If you fucking say that shit to me now, I'm going to up the bounty. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? There's no amount of money. You couldn't do it to stereos. You're still a poor man. You're a poorer man now than you were then. The last time we heard from this fucking worm of a human being was when he was on air begging Dick Masterson for money because he couldn't survive. Oh, the lawsuit killed him. He got fired from his job. <laughs> Cry me a fucking river and use it to wash Maddox's face in this fucking video. He's oozing out of every pore. I Your hate Asterios, okay? Campaign and former moderators of this group, a guy by the name of Asterios Kokonos. Asterios, we wish you the worst permanently there's no amount of apologizing you could ever do for me to undo like it's it's on site forever and here's the sickest part and here's why i've been calling him a worm since the minute all of this shit went down since i saw him going for it and you're gonna see maddox is going to break it down line by line why asterios became a worm this guy he and I were the only ones for a very long time to know the full story between the split between Maddox and Dick Masterson, the breakup of the biggest problem in the universe. He came on my show. He came to my house, okay? He came to where I live. This was back when I was Justin Wang style doing a podcast in front of my bed. You could see where a man makes Z's. You can see where a man makes his sperms in the background of my show. A stereo sitting on a couch looking at my bed, okay? That's too personal for you to start telling people I'm not allowed to survive. Take this very seriously. A stereo came to my house. I have it recorded. It's in the pizza fund. It's a pre-show. A came to be on a show before all of this shit went down. And on record, I have him saying that all of this stuff between Maddox and Dick Masterson, it's all blown out of proportion. It's nothing. It's a big nothing burger. These are his words. That um, he thinks both sides are being gay and petty. But what did he do? When he saw Dick Masterson was getting the cash because Maddox wasn't willing to run his mouth, he chose Team Dick. I didn't choose a side. I didn't know any of this shit was happening when I applied to be part of the Madcast Network. I thought Dick would still be a part of it. I was a Dick Masterson fan. I ended up in this fucking world and this man who sat across from me in my own home tried to pay people to make it so that I could not make a living. This was in the middle of Dick Masterson getting my fucking Patreon taken down. I already wasn't making a living anymore. He's talking about fans 
keeping me afloat through PayPal. That shit's true. The $4, I don't know where that comes from. The only reason I'm here today is because many of these people are still around, by the way. The amazing fucking Manson family who like this shit were kind enough to give me money while I was on the verge of being destitute. Asterios, I'm so happy to have made you fucking feel that feeling. Asterios has been destitute since this. Uh, That lawsuit, even though it was dismissed, it broke him. It broke him. It broke his fucking wallet. It broke his fucking bank. He had to live off of his girlfriend for years. He probably still is. All of his income, all of his revenue sources dried up. Dick Masterson shunned him. Asterios is the reason we know about the simp texts, by the way. You know how much money I made off of the simp texts? Asterios, thanks, buddy. Thanks, retard. Maddox is about to go full fucking in. Maddox is tapping in on Asterios. I have this little feeling, this niggling little feeling. Is he testing the waters to see, is it time to finally bring the lawsuit back? You know, no prejudice. Bring the lawsuit back against Asterios. I wonder. I wonder if that's what he's thinking or if he's just like, fuck it. Let's get it all out in the open finally. I don't know. I couldn't begin to unravel the Gordian knot that is Maddox's mind. He's a bizarre guy. I don't know how he functions. But I'll tell you this. I'll sign that fucking affidavit again real fast. That affidavit is fucking... It's as good as signed, okay? I'll get the the notary public this time. Maddox had to pay for the notary public last time because I so badly didn't want to do it. I'll do it this time. That's fine. I'll go have them stamp it in person. I won't even do it over the internet. I'll find someone to make sure. I haven't thought about this man in years, but watching this video fired me up again. I hate this man. And it's high time he's fully exposed. And by the way, no one's on his side. There's no dickhead who's on his side. He's got no fans anymore. This man is an island. Good fucking luck. In fact, at one point, Justin even became friends with his former moderator, a person who I eventually ended up having to take to court. So by now you're probably wondering, why did I have to take this person to court? I took him to court for fraud. This is a screenshot of an advertisement he purchased claiming to represent me and my company. He fraudulently published these false and misleading claims and targeted them directly at me and my fans. He boasted about his harassment campaign on a website called Kiwi Farms, which is a forum... Okay, Matt, and this is where I go, oh, Maddox, too far. You're in Mersh territory. These are the New Zealand shooter guys. Dedicated to stalking, doxing, and harassment. Yeah, but it's just Keffel, so who cares? Asterios, a guy who... I'm not in on this. This is not me. I'm a different guy. ...who calls himself the good boy of comedy, regularly posted on the forums where they doxed my home address and had some choice words to say about me. Why would the good boy of comedy... Whoa! Whoa! No, 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 no! Maddox! What the heck? Holy, uh, yeah, that's based. We're getting hard R Maddox. Yikes. 
Are you allowed? Am I? Is this okay? Am I allowed to do this? Hang on a second. I don't know. Maddox, what are you doing to me right now? Come on, dude. Fuck. He be posting on a hate site like this. That's weird. He paid for this targeted harassment campaign after I blocked him on social media, and he did it specifically to hurt my book sales. And if you have any doubt, he said it himself. What I'm about to tell you is the story of what should have been a private disagreement. <laughs> oh, by the way, for the audio only listeners, Maddox put up a screenshot uncensored of someone calling him a, uh, what was it? A gay N-word with AIDS? It spiraled. Everybody of these guys has AIDS, by the way. <laughs> I mean, they're the only guys left still doing constant AIDS jokes. I don't wonder what that is. What is it about Dick Masterson that inspires AIDS jokes in people? Oh, yeah, because he's a gay cow named Juju. And, uh, you know, this seems like as good a time as any to bring this up since we've got a little bit, you know, we're a little bit in the dick tank right I'm now. I'm the gay joker. Um, Dick is willing, apparently, to become Juju publicly. He posted this on Twitter yesterday. This is real. This is not an altered clip. Uh, it says, LOL. It's Dick Masterson tweeting, LOL, I genuinely care about Ralph Null, you, Medicare. So I don't know who he's replying to here. So many people have enjoyed their content. It doesn't bother me to be attacked. I'll put on a furry cow suit. If it brings the families together, he doesn't want mommy and daddy fighting. You know that one? You ever heard that one before? And then, this is crazy. I mean, we are living in bizarre times, right? Maddox is back. Asterios is back. Wang's under attack. Flamenco replies and says, Juju the cow healing the internet. Flamenco, the guy who won't take the PP test, knows what Juju the cow is. Illegal. Crimes, 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 much. That's pretty much crime. That's my thing. Juju the cow. I'm the one who. So Dick says, LOL, man, someone please draw me some Juju fan art. My lawyer, Nick Ricada. This is going crazy. We are in lol cow heaven right now. Blackface Ricada, actual lawyer Ricada says, if it doesn't have null sucking milk out of your udders, I'll never be able to climax to which Dick replies, LOL, make Null a Brickland Shoda, and you've got yourself a deal. And that's too far into the weeds with internet culture for me to even bother explaining that. And of course, Dick is, say, is begging for fan art to be made of him as Juju, forgetting that we've been trying to get him to post the fan art of him as Juju the cow for a long time. There's a lot of fan art. Dick, it already exists. It's already out there everywhere. So I don't know what you're so worried about. Go ahead and post it. And of course, people tweeted the fan art to him. And some reason, he still didn't share it. Isn't that odd? Way out of control and led to some random guy I met years ago in a comedy club in L.A. becoming obsessed with me, which resulted in a lawsuit where I sued him, his partners, and his company to get him to leave me the fuck alone. So you might be wondering, who is this guy and how did we get involved? Well, he's a copywriter and an amateur comedian who considers himself a male feminist. He virtue signals about defending women's rights, working with female comedians, and how it's never okay to reduce people to their basest elements. <laughs> okay, this is how you guys can't see it. So Maddox has made this uh, little animated Asterios as the tipping fat guy fedora thing. He's animated it and everything. This is awesome. What you're missing here is at the bottom of the screen, it says 
fedora guy parody based on Jerry messing meme and photo. Maddox is crediting the fedora meme. I have autism. I can't help it. I've never even seen that done before. How does he even know? How did he even research that? That's insane to me. Wow, what a hero. That is, of course, when he's not busy banning cunts on Facebook. And if the trend with outspoken male feminists is any indication, that should be a huge red flag. <laughs> he does it again. Well, no credit on screen that time. I don't know, Maddox. Elite, that's a crime. You and Justin are the same guy now. I wonder if Justin has ever said anything about male feminists. And of course he has, because Justin never misses an opportunity to be a hypocrite. He has a huge problem with male feminists, unless, of course, they're his friends. But back to Hysterios for a minute. So you might be wondering... By the way, back to Asterios for a minute. Uh-uh. Back to Asterios for the rest of the video. We're in Asteriosville. Buckle up. How did I cross paths with this guy? Well, the very short version is I met him late one night after a comedy show in Los Angeles. He seemed like a friendly guy at first and wanted to promote some of his comedy, so I invited him on my podcast. But we had a falling out. <laughs> Maddox is so fucking funny. What is this? Maddox's illustration of what Los Angeles is. I, are people even noticing this? It's just some random fucking street corner. It's not the Hollywood sign, not, you know, the fucking, uh, an aerial photo of the valley. It's not, uh, the Hollywood Bowl. It's not the, uh, what is that fucking outdoor mall they all go to? It's not Grauman's Chinese Theater. Just some random fucking Google Maps street corner. What the hell is this? I don't even know if this is a joke. Is this his autism? Is this just where he actually met Asterio? You know what? I, got, I take it back. Maddox isn't that funny. He's funny. He's not this funny. This is just... He, he needed to show us where he actually met Asterios. This is crazy. This I, I don't know if I'm properly explaining how insane this image is. This is just... And he made it black and white. Like, it's the most serious thing that's ever existed. When I found out, he talks behind people's backs. And that seems to be a pattern with him because he's had a falling out with three different co-hosts on three different podcasts. And there's even a fourth one he got fired from that's not even public knowledge. But maybe I'm the problem. Whoa! Uh-oh! Maddox has secrets! I want to know what that fourth one is. We got to find out about that fourth one. So I called him out for being two-faced when I caught him talking behind his friend's back. Here's a small sample of the things he'd say about one of his supposed close friends behind his back. So you've got, it says Dax there. So he's talking about Dick Masterson. In private. But again, Maddox still doesn't say Dick Masterson. He definitely doesn't say Dax Herrera. But then he'd go on. And Asterios is calling him a sociopath for the audio people out there over and over again. Try to beat a sociopath then because now you've pissed off a sociopath, which wouldn't be an issue if he wasn't a sociopath. And Dax is a sociopath. He's a sociopath. You can't beat them. They'll go farther than you ever can. Uh, gay much? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Suck him off already. I know his name is Dick, but fuck. Off the next day and pretend like they were good friends in public. When I catch someone being two-faced, I cut ties with them because they'll eventually do it to you. So I called him out on it, and that should have been the end of it. Except it wasn't. 
There's more to this conversation that I'll get to in a minute, but what happened next was insane. Asterio started harassing me, my friends, my sponsors, and even my guests on my podcast, all while playing the victim. Now, I wasn't in, I wasn't in there as friends or guests on podcasts. I do feel a little hurt by it. Maybe, I don't know, Maddox doesn't want to involve me. Maybe he's been kind by not involving me in this. I've moved on. He doesn't want to drag me through, but it does seem a little... I don't know, I feel like I'm kind of important to the story. He's extremely good at making himself out to be a victim and accusing others of doing exactly what he's accusing them of. For example, here's a DM conversation he had with one of my sponsors after harassing them on Twitter and implying that they committed fraud even after I took him to court for this type of harassment. He would obsessively write hundreds and hundreds of posts about me on Reddit and Twitter and Facebook and various other places online. All right, are you noticing a, a pattern here? A trend with this word keeps coming up: obsessed, obsessed, obsessively. obsessively. So we've again inter entered a little bit of uh, merch territory. I don't agree with this use of the word obsessed. I mean. <laughs> If you really want to break this down, Maddox, you've kept all of these screenshots for you. And I know how he keeps them. Like, I'm not talking shit here, but Maddox, you've got folders and like hierarchy. You've got these, you've got folder trees in your computer of all these screenshots and you know them and they're alphabetized and everything. Like, <laughs> I don't think Asterios, Asterios might just be remembering stuff. He might just be typing things. You are, you're watching all of it. You're like, I thought you had them blocked. How do you have these screenshots? You know what I mean? Just saying. And at one point, even sent me spam from his mailing list. In short, he became obsessed with me. And I also got, I still sometimes, occasionally, I don't, maybe it's been a while now, but I would still get a stereos mailing list shit too. At one point, he even asked his girlfriend to watch my live streams to keep tabs on me. Oh, this is funny. A full, you don't want to listen? All right, I love you, honey. Can you tell me what's happening with Maddox? Can you watch it and tell me? Uh, I'm watching he even followed me around <laughs> online and left comments on YouTube videos no, if okay, I so much as no, had an appearance in one. And part of the reason he seemed to be doing this was for money, because just about everywhere he went, he'd spam links to his Patreon account, which is definitely against their terms of service, but Patreon doesn't enforce their rules consistently, and that's a whole other story. At one point, he started combing through my website to find something problematic I'd written 20 years ago, and even contacted a comedy theater I performed at to try to get me canceled there. Except he got the theater wrong and messaged someplace in Brooklyn I'd never been to or even heard of. Maybe that's why he's friends with Justin, because apparently they're both bad at research. Damn, I wonder what comedy theater, uh, comedy theater in Brooklyn. I would know where that is. I probably have performed there. Huh. How do you fuck that up? Asterios is from New York. How would he think that's the one that Maddox was at? And as if trying to cancel me wasn't bad enough, at one point after months of smearing me publicly, he even encouraged his followers to review my podcast and even shared instructions on how to create an iTunes account without using a credit card. <laughs> and from user AIDS Jesus, my first shout out. Shout out. No, I'm not user AIDS Jesus, but... I am AIDS Jesus. Again, everything is AIDS with these guys. See, I'm AIDS Jesus because I have long hair, so I look like Jesus, but um, I have AIDS. Now, I think the AIDS part was because they thought I was skinny. <laughs> Again, I'm a big fat guy. Uh, I, I don't know if you know this. This is the one thing I never understood about it. They said, you know, oh, he looks like Jesus with AIDS. Uh, Jesus, no offense, Christians, Jesus kind of looks like Jesus with AIDS. I don't know if you know this. He was kind of all skin and bone, you know? 
He didn't do a lot of feast, despite the fish and the bread and the wine. He, I, he's always depicted as being, you know, very skeletal. You can see his ribs poking through and everything. How much more weight could Jesus possibly lose? Card, which is a way for people to write fake and duplicate negative reviews. And it's worth noting that all of this happened long before any lawsuits were filed. So you might be thinking, gee Maddox, what did you do to this guy? Did you go after him and encourage a mob to try to destroy his podcast and products? With Whoa, you look like anorexic Jesus. I, I just, I don't know, me personally, I think if Jesus had AIDS, they probably wouldn't even have to put him on the fucking cross, you know? Negative reviews. No, actually, I haven't done anything like that to him. So you might be thinking, well, maybe this has been a back and forth feud. Surely if he's been talking about me this much, I must have responded to at least some of his countless smears and comments about me, right? Nope. In fact, until this video, I haven't even mentioned this guy in public in over five years. It does look kind of crazy. All like just piling up everything Asterios has ever said and you've never publicly talked about him. That said, I don't know that Asterios has talked about you. When was the last time? I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't follow Asterios. Maybe it was the other day. I don't know. And I mean that literally. While he ran his mouth constantly on Twitter, the number of tweets I made about him are zero. The number of Facebook posts I made about him, zero. The number of times I mention him on my podcast, zero. I haven't attacked him or even mentioned him in public anywhere on any platform, nor have I asked or encouraged any of my fans to attack him in public or private in any capacity, not once, ever, period. Except for me, uh, he did encourage me to, I'm just kidding. So if I wasn't doing anything to this guy, why was he on the attack? I did attack him. See, this is what people don't get is like, they think because I was on a, a podcast network with Maddox and I talked to Maddox behind the scenes about this shit, that Maddox must be instructing me to do things. Nah. No, nah, I attacked Asterios because he put out bounty about me. If Maddox asked me to stop, and he might have, if he knew the things that I would get up to trying to make Asterios feel bad, he probably would have said, Jesse, please don't do this. This reflects badly upon me. And I would go, you got it. And then I would secretly continue doing it, but under new names. Okay? This is something that um, Dick Show fans have never understood. Defenders of, of or you know what, uh, to even call them fans of Dick or defenders of Dick or Asterios is too much. They're not pro-Dick. They're anti-Maddox guys. And these are all, again, children of divorce who thought Maddox was their E-dad and suddenly uh, E-dad and E-mommy broke up and they went to live with E-mommy, E-mommy being Dick Masterson, a trans lady, and you will respect her that way. She is a beautiful cow and she needs to be milked. Um, my point is, these guys never could get it through their head that I'm a different guy. This is Maddox. I am Jesse. We are not the same. I don't do things because he wants them done. I do them because I want them done. And by the way, that was one of my stipulations when joining his podcast network. I had to basically say to him, like, listen, I'm going to be a part of the network. I need to fully own everything I do ever. And I need to have zero restrictions. Why was I able to say the N-word on air while he... Uh, well, I keep saying Mersh. This is really sick and sad. I'm obsessed. 
Why was I able to say the N-word on air while Maddox had sponsors? Because I didn't have sponsors. I told Maddox from the beginning, I won't be having your sponsors unless I feel like it. I did not have his sponsors, so I could do what I wanted to do. And then Asterios, as Maddox has laid out here, lied and contacted sponsors of Maddox's show and said, a guy on Maddox's show said the N-word. Well, no, a guy in his own paywall, not on a show on Maddox's network, said the N-word. And by the way, nigger, nigger, nigger. Sorry, Asterios, you should have picked the N side, okay? Turns out we were the winners, you know? Even Dick at this point is trying to get people to join his stupid Patreon alternatives by saying, you can say the N-word. Now you're broke. (laughs) You should have said it. How about this? How about I'll contact some sponsors and tell them you're willing to say the N-word so you can have some money. Well, you saw what? And then I'll have it taken from you. Possible explanation earlier, money. He not only spams his go. Patreon link in conjunction with the smear campaign, his friends and followers even went to my personal website and spammed links to his Patreon constantly on his behalf. But there was only one problem. If I wasn't responding or doing anything to him, how could he justify his continued attacks? Well, he came up with the perfect explanation. He accused me of conducting a shadow war and engaging in a whisper campaign. <laughs> So suddenly we've uh, entered the realm of cyberpunk tabletop games. A whisper campaign. What does that even mean? A shadow war. Where I That's cool. So that kind of technically speaking that makes me a shadow warrior. Allegedly when I, and I've always thought of myself that way, to be honest. I do feel like I am part of shadow wars, a shadow warrior. We need to have a shadow world war. And around Los Angeles, whisper. I don't know about wi- whisper campaigns though. Sound a little like something going on in Rand's head. If you catch my drift, a certain little gay secret going on when there's a whisper campaign drama. Welcome to drama alert. Hey everybody. There's a whisper campaign going on. Bring things about him and his friends, which is bizarre because I promise you, there is nothing I could. These are not real terms. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. But then Maddox just uses them like they are. Watch this. Things about him and his friends, which is bizarre because I promise you, there is nothing I could whisper about this guy that's worse than the things I've put in this video, which are just things he's actually done. Accusing someone of a shadow war is the perfect allegation. Yeah, okay. So you can't just say, we're not going to live in a world where shadow war is a term. We're already living in a world where we have to say shadow ban with a serious look on our face. Shadow war is not, we can't, it's, we've got too many things in the lexicon at this point. We're all full up. Webster's needs to close down, okay? Once wet ass pussy is in the dictionary, we don't have room for shadow war anymore. You know what I mean? So please don't start making shadow war a thing. Please don't start saying whisper campaign like it's 100% serious. Just things he's actually done. Accusing someone of a shadow war is the perfect allegation to make when you don't have any evidence to back up your claims. If anyone asks for proof, he could simply say, oh, it was all part of the shadow war. So No, you cannot simply say that. There's no world. Imagine. Imagine somebody, imagine your coworker comes up to you and is like, hey, did you get a raise? Uh, They just did the uh, yearly evaluation. Did you get a raise? 
And you're like, yeah. And they're like, I didn't get one. It must be the fucking shadow war. <laughs> you would go, no, I think you didn't get the raise because you use terms like shadow war, you know? You got to stop saying that. And then your coworker goes, keep it down. And you're like, I'm not part of your whisper campaign. I'm sorry. By definition, there was no proof. This is some of the most delusional, psychotic bullshit I've ever seen. Agree, but mostly because of shadow war. He accused me of all sorts of- I Listen, we filled up after food mystery, you know? I, I'm pro-food mystery, I'm anti-shadow war. Things where I literally had no fucking idea what he was even talking about, and of course- Of course you had no idea what he was talking about. He was waging shadow war. Without any evidence. He even accused me of creating alternate Twitter accounts and downvoting his YouTube videos like I don't have anything better to do than to downvote videos on some random guy's YouTube channel who I met in a comedy club over half a fucking decade ago. Again, all of these allegations without a single shred of evidence. Okay, Peter Pan, you're the one fighting with your shadow, I don't know. But unfortunately, if you repeat a false claim enough, no matter how ridiculous that claim is, Eventually, someone gullible enough will not only believe it, but they'll go so far as to attack the person on your behalf. And that's exactly what happened. So you might be wondering, what kind of gullible dipshit would not only believe a false claim about another person without evidence, but then make it their business and attack them for it? Remember the Max Headroom thing? Enter Justin Wang. Justin typifies this idiotic mob mentality that has overtaken the entire internet because Justin Wang- Oh, a mob mentality. Would you call it maybe a job lynch mob? Wang is a fu- Or perhaps a shadow war. Fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. Oh my God, man. Oh, come on, man. I talked over it. Damn it. It's my favorite thing. Overtaken the entire internet because- This is my second- Right after a guy calling something weird. I love this bit. Justin Wang is a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. Really? He's stupid. Like really, I'm, I'm stupid. Some of you may realize this already, but some of you may just be learning this fact. I'm sure some of you guys realize this already, but uh, I'm just fucking learning this fact. As you saw- <laughs> Justin can't talk. Maddox delivered this wrong. Hang on a second, let's go back. I'm sure- some of you may realize this already, but some of you may just be learning this fact. You need what he should have said was some of you may know this already, but some of you may just be learning this fact. I'm sure some of you guys realize this already, but uh, I'm just fucking learning this fact. I'm just fucking learning this fact. Oh, he's doing one of his drunk let's plays, I guess. Let's play Justin Wang. As you saw earlier in this let's play Shadow War video, Justin Wang loves to go down rabbit holes of pissant drama he finds on the internet. Except this time, he went way too far. I almost feel bad for Justin because he obviously got manipulated by bad actors with malicious and financial motives who took advantage of some very gullible people. But Justin wasn't the only person duped. At one point, Asterios asked one of his stalker buddies, a former fan of mine named Isaiah Lozano, to share my private conversation. Whoa! Mad docs. You just got doxed. Note, Isaiah's visited me on... S Isa Isaiah's? Is that his name? Isaiah's? visited me on set while I was filming in 2016 and acted like a friend so he could get private conversations that he leaked as part of this harassment campaign. Remember Waterboy? This is Waterboy. I blocked him when I found out, but he continued to stalk and harass me, my friends and acquaintances for years afterwards, and most notably, he's a midget. Hi, hello. You should never be the height where a normal man can pat you on the head. And that just seems, no that's like a fine thing. There's nothing. What could you even do about it? Hi. Boop, 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 boop. 
get your snoot booped. ...with him. Asterios then took these doctored up conversations and used them to buy those fraudulent ads he placed on Reddit. At one point, I had to look into getting a restraining order against this former fan of mine because even after... Ooh, handsome fellow though, huh? What the fuck is that scar on his forehead? Is that a... Did he have a lobotomy? I've never seen anything like that before. I blocked him six times on various social media networks, he kept contacting me. And of course, he's also a male feminist. And if his name sounds familiar, that's because you might have noticed it earlier because- I, The real what year is it is how much I'm hearing the phrase male feminist in this video. A surprise surprise. I think this video may have been recorded five years ago. Surprise, it's one of the accounts followed by the fake rape allegation on Twitter. You may be noticing a pattern here, but- True, I do. You're talking about Jewish people, right? The shadow war? No. Before we go on, remember the text conversation I mentioned earlier? The one where he was talking behind the back of one of his business partners and supposed friends? During the course of that conversation, while we were having our falling out, he said something very strange to me. While we were having a disagreement, out of the blue, he said that he hoped that my new book would do very well when it came out. That's a very weird thing to say to somebody during an argument, so I ignored him. But then he said it a second time, saying, really, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, have a very successful book launch. Oh, that is so scummy. Again, a worm. That is so scummy. And you can hear, like, I know Asterios. I met him in real life. I can hear it in my head. Have a very successful book launch. Ooh, 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 ooh. I can't wait. Yeah, I'd like to have a successful book launch. I'd like to launch it at your fucking fat head. It sounded like a threat. That's like saying, I hope your kids sleep well tonight during a heated argument. That's a threat. The kind of threat Maddox would do because his usual targets are children. So I told him, don't go after me because I can go after your pocketbook too. The targets of his shadow war. Then he did something very strange. He said, go nuts. And then he gave... <laughs> no, I remember, I, I've seen this go nuts again. I got to see these behind the scenes things. I saw this go, when I saw go nuts, I went a little nuts. You want nuts? Let's get nuts. Give me the contact information for a company I'd never heard of before. A company called Web Weber Shanwick. And in case you're wondering if that's just an off-the-cuff remark, it wasn't. He not only encouraged me to contact them, but he actually gave me their contact information. Yes. He fades back in, go nuts. Okay, you see this? Weber Shanwick, go nuts. Don't mind if I do. Really? I was tempted to call, but I didn't. Even though this guy was threatening my livelihood, I still showed restraint and didn't bother contacting them. Why would I? What would I have to gain by calling this guy's work? It's not like he was doing this stuff on company time with the express knowledge of his supervisors. Was he? Well, it turns out he was. After Asterios' escalation of these attacks week after week, month after month, year after year, through a stroke of luck, I got an inside tip from someone who worked at his company with first-hand knowledge of their internal operations. Who's that Pokemon? I learned that their IT department keeps logs of all the websites visited on company time. It's Weber Shandwick. Which isn't unusual for a company of that size to do. Oops. 
This is one part of the video where I won't disclose my source to protect the parties involved, but if you have any doubt, there were- It was me. I'm the source. There were multiple eyewitnesses who watched him do this from work, including his own followers, because the genius live- Okay, this is great. Hang on a second, I gotta go Eyewitnesses back. who watched him do this from work, including his own followers- So, again, if you don't understand what's happening here, this, is, this part could be a little confusing. Asterios worked for this big company called Weber Shandwick on company time with company equipment um, under supervision of the company. Like, people at the company knew he was doing this and okayed it. He used their shit to produce a lot of the, you know, he was, like, harassing Maddox through it. He made his Cuckmas Carols album, his Santa Cuck song and all that shit. He did this at work after hours. And uh, I'll just read the thing here for you. It says, it's kind of making me nervous how much they keep hammering that Asterios used Weber Shandwick's office equipment. They must have some proof of that, right? Or they wouldn't keep harping on it. It's making them nervous because Weber Shandwick was also one of the uh, defendants in the lawsuit. Maddox sued Weber Shandwick because they were, you know, complicit with all of this stuff by allowing Asterios to do this with their shit. And Asterios was dropping fucking bricks at the time. Now, in the video, Maddox says that his own fans are uh, revealed this info. But if you look, it says it's got negative six points. I don't think this was an Asterios or Dick Show fan. So it was probably one of our guys, um, to be honest. You know, maybe that undoes his point, but I don't care. I'm just trying to be... I don't know for a fact, but th why would they be downvoted? This person says, I remember Asterios himself saying something about working on the album while at work. I don't remember the episode or if it was even on the Dick Show or one of his own shows or streams. I don't even remember if he specified working on as in recording. Well, it's fine that you don't remember that uh, strange internet person because I remember it. Because here's what's actually in my affidavit against Asterios. Should I... Actually, just read this to you. I don't know. All right, hang on a second. You know what? I wasn't planning on doing this. Let me keep playing the video, and I will read you my email to the lawyer. This is what was in my affidavit statement, and uh, you'll see. I witnessed with my own eyes Asterios using Weber Shandwick's offices. This is why I was so, like a linchpin in his case against... He needed me in the case against Asterios. And when I realized, like, it all rides on me, I went, eh, fuck him. <laughs> Thumbs down, sorry. Because the genius live streamed it from work. So when it became clear that he wasn't going to stop going after my livelihood and harassing me, my friends, my acquaintances, and doing it on company time, no less, as a last resort, I decided to contact his work out of desperation to get him to stop. Keep in mind, this was after months of his attacks, so I showed a lot of restraint by not contacting them immediately. I sent an email and tried to remain anonymous to his company in an effort to avoid further retaliation, in part because the girl I was dating at the time was receiving countless rape and death- Ah, another hard heart, no, Maddox, no! They're cyberbullying me to death. Damn, Maddox going mask off in this one. He's publishing every hard R he possibly can. Uh, yeah, big respect to the big guy, okay? Uh, all right, so here's what I sent to the lawyer. I'm just reading part of it because it's too long to read all of it. Um, let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. 
Um, Asterios wrote several. So I sent them those, those screenshots I showed you earlier of uh, Asterios making sure I couldn't survive. I sent them those screenshots. I said, Asterios wrote several libelous statements about me to his fan groups on Facebook in an attempt to uh, rile up their anger and use them as an angry mob against me. He told them to report me to several websites I use to make a living with the expressed intent to not allow me to, quote, survive. He also offered a cash reward of $10 to anyone who would report any video where I so much as mention his name to him. He, um... He falsely claimed I had contacted people's employers. I had not. Um, he claimed I had created a fake Twitter account posing as Dax Herrera's girlfriend. I had not. He claimed I had a group of people he referred to as the Manson family to go after them. I had not instructed anyone to do anything. He claimed I doxed and reported his um, and his friends Reddit and Twitter accounts. I had not. He also claimed I reported his and Dax's Patreon accounts, which I had because they were both doing this to me. This is, um, you know, we're talking this at, that happened in like February of 2017. So it'd be a month after they had already gotten my Patreon shut down twice so yeah i fucking contacted patreon on that one and i got no fucking issue with it um now i had to this is how stupid maddox's lawyer is i had to explain to him i did not work at weber shandwick (laughs) he thought i worked there i said i happened to tune into the stream as he recorded santa cuck a parody song about maddox from what was visibly a New York office space being used after hours. It was a large office space with many desks and most of the lights were out. And I could tell it was a fucking skyscraper, you know, that a place like Weber. Look, I mean, look at this image of Weber Shandwick. It looked like this. You could see out the windows. It was in the middle of New York. You could see fucking New York outside. So I said it was a large office space with many desks and most of the lights were out. Asterios was alone in his office. I silently, or sorry, in this office, it was a huge office. It wasn't like in a, he didn't have his own private office. It wasn't even a cubicle. It was just open desks. You could see everything. I I still remember, I can close my eyes and still picture the offices. I'd be able to pick it out of a fucking lineup. I remember the big columns that were behind him and shit. And again, the lights were half off and I still have a vivid memory of this. Um... Most of the lights were out. Asterios was alone. I silently watched the stream for about five minutes to see what was going on, and he was recording songs for this album. At one point, I made a comment in his chat room, and when he saw my username, he said, quote, oh, shit, and immediately and unceremoniously ended the stream. I do not have access to the stream, and I do not know the date that this happened. But... This is me testifying under oath that I saw it. So that interesting little uh, Reddit exchange where they're like, they must have some proof on it. In truth, they didn't have it. Asterios took down the stream. When he saw my name, he knew he was fucked. He knew that was bad. This was way before the lawsuit. He knew that was a bad fucking time. He instantly deleted the stream. Not just privated it, deleted it. Now, of course... That shit's still in YouTube server somewhere. Like, they should have subpoenaed YouTube for it or something. But Maddox had the dumbest, worst lawyer of all time. So they never did that. So they needed me. 
I'm the guy who witnessed it. What did they have? They had my written testimony. Okay, that's it. That was all they had. Retaliation, in part because the girl I was dating at the time was receiving countless rape and death threats from this mob. And I know he did this with the explicit knowledge that this group that he was part of makes these types of threats. How do I know? Because they've even done it to him and his ex-wife. Wow, what a feminist. I thought a company like Weber Shandwick would step in and do the right thing because they like to stress how forward-thinking and progressive they are, releasing statement after statement about how they're leaders in diversity and inclusion. They even released an article proudly boasting about how many people of color they've promoted. Very progressive of them to tally up the colored people in their office for a bullet point and a marketing sheet for their company. So surely this progressive company would put a stop to this harassment, right? Nope. In fact, they told him about my email, allowed him to continue the harassment campaign, and things got worse. One of Weber Shanwick's clients was the UN Women's Group, and Asterios worked for their campaign. Nice of him to take time away from banning cunts, but don't worry. <laughs> Maddox, make fucking videos, dude. Write articles, make videos. What are you doing? Maddox is funny, man. He is funny. Like him or not, he is funny. Those cunts weren't even that hot. But at this point, I have to admit I made a mistake. Had I known then what I know now, would I have contacted his employer? Absolutely not. I would have contacted them much sooner because I had no idea these maniacs would still be going at it over half a decade later. That's how this ultimately became a lawsuit because this random guy I met at a comedy <laughs> still got Justin Wang in the show. This random guy I met Justin Wang. Justin Wang is also bad. There should just be two air. What if the arrow just curled all the way around back to Justin Wang? Being in Los Angeles became obsessed, caused damages, and doesn't know how to fuck off. In my 23 years of doing this, I've never had a problem with. Wait, why was Wang on his knees there? Hang on a second. I was thinking about like, okay, so Maddox blurred out. Asterios is in a big group hug with a bunch of men. It's looking, but Wang is down on his knees in front of these guys. What is, he was already down there for the photo? What is happening here? Damages and doesn't know how to fuck off. In my 23 years of doing this, I've never had a problem with anyone. I think lawsuits should only be used as a last resort. In fact, I told him as much. What's not publicly known is that at some point during the suit, I reached out to him. Now nah, he's saying that, but I see this date, 9-14-2018. I'm pretty sure I'd been saying to him for a while, uh-uh, don't do the lawsuit. No lawsuit, don't do the lawsuit. No, 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 Directly for the first time in years and offered to unilaterally drop the lawsuit for the low, low cost of leave me the fuck alone. It was all I ever wanted and I didn't even ask for legal fees or damages. Again, all he had to do was fuck off, and that would have been the end of it. I was polite and cordial in my communication. I said, take your life back, and ended the text by saying, let's end this tonight. Uh, they're saying that Wang, well, the reason he was on his knees and that was he was Wang sucking. That might be true. I don't know if you've ever seen Wang suck. I'll just give you a little taste. You want a little taste of Wang? You want to see what a little Wang suck is like? Yeah, let's take a look here. So this is Wang on the dick show. All right, he's doing some Wang chugging. I see a person more or less in focus. Yeah, you see. I don't person. know if he's actually that color, but <laughs> there's some Wang sucking. Slurp. Well, hey, there we go. I like being so much bigger than suck, you. Suck, 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 suck. Yeah. Well, no, you should yeah. be bigger. He's kind of hidden back there. Let's actually go over here huh? for a what? second. Hey, there. 
Oh no! <laughs> Hungover as fuck and has to deal <laughs> with Pacifico. The final insult. Are we live? Yeah. So the show hasn't even started yet at this point. My, my God. Done dropping in bombs. Oh, hey, hey, hey. I'm not done. Go. Uh, Everybody else gets the maker mug. The maker. There's nothing in there. My my mug is empty now. I've drank all my drink. Is, look. Uh, he's pretending. He's I'm faking. Not even happy about drinking this beer. Pacifico. Yeah. It's a joke. It is a now joke. Now he's going I, like this. Disney might as well own it. Pacifico. Mm -hmm. Look at this stupid lady. Nope, he's even faking that it's hot. He had coffee in there. And you know when you put your hand around the mug because it warms up? It's not You're in a... You're inside. You're not outdoors. He's doing the... Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> he's blowing it off. You know what I mean? You're under... Wang blowing. Me? Yeah. Wang, wang blowing. Wang sucking. Yeah. yeah. So you... Now look. Now he's got a second... How do you have another apparatus ready to go? This man came with two... Fucking drink cups. I'm kind of normal. Ground. Yeah, so that's like right before gonna... Hitler killed. So that proves I'm right that he was faking the other drinking. Himself, what was going through his mind is what's going ooh, through my ooh, mind ooh, right ooh, now. Ooh. I've made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Sip, 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 sip. I don't know if I could get my way. I don't know if I could take my way. I think there actually was still liquid in there, and I just poured it all over. I did. <laughs> I just poured it all over my head. Out of these mistakes. What were you going to say? Not having nope. Oh, oh, he went back to the mug. So he went to it. He had a big uh, tumbler. And he started drinking out of that. Then he goes back to the mug. <laughs> See, it's moments like this. You're on a pot. Wang is a Wikipedia reader. Moments like this reveal your true nature. You know what I mean? Like, it reveals what you've really got for the world. You're this nervous to be on a fucking shitty podcast, and it hasn't even begun. You, how did you finish two drinks before it's even begun? An IPA mm -hmm. for this. I mean, you should have... You've had enough practice. You should be seeing the, seeing the future by now. So you gotta drink too much volume oh, to God, get anything out of gross. it. It's literally yeah. just drinking it as medicine right now. Ah, Not because yeah. you want to enjoy a nice Pacifico. Medicine tastes better. See, even in his head, he's like he's talking about Dick's drink, Dick's drink, uh, drinking a beer. But he's thinking about him. I'm just drinking this as medicine, right? I just need to. I just need to calm my nerves. <laughs> Maybe if I just squeeze the bottom of the cup, something will fucking come out. I hope none of them look inside my cups. He's like uh. Uh, Howard Hughes, he's just surrounded by jars filled with liquid. Better than this. <laughs> they sell this at Target. That's how bad of it, that's how shitty nope, of a beer nope. it is. Do they, do they suck, still suck. Sell at Target, do they? Only Pacifico. Oh, God. I haven't been at Target in a while. What? You have a girlfriend and you haven't been in a Target in a while? <laughs> how many is that? Ding, ding, ding. We should have been counting. Oh, it's a while. Oh, how have you not got dragged? Oh, Angie clipped this. Target? No, this I'm is over on uh, Pot Awful Savage Clips. Fine. Everything's online. She's got two of these, by the way. There's two videos worth of this. She has two entire videos. But they go there for fun. It's like looking at lights. Nah. Target? Well, I've probably been, I've been maybe once or twice in the last year. No. Nope. Oh. Maybe. I 80s girl said she was going to Target like right before Christmas. And yeah. I said, hey, hey, do you know you're in the room too? You're not watching this pod. You know you're there, right, Wang? I know these are your, this is your favorite show. These are your favorite guys. You're willing to, uh... Get Maddox canceled for your debt. You've uh, pledged that you will rape, kill, and wang suck for Dick Masterson. But you gotta talk. You're all, and again, the show hasn't begun. Oh, okay. Right before our Christmas party? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna come Slurp. along. Slurp. There's another one. So, we're at least, how many slurps in? We're, we're two cups, two different vessels, and at least, I would say, eight slurps in. Just to help. Thank God that I did. Otherwise, this place would be decorated to hell and back, top to bottom. Is that what it was for, decorations? Uh-huh. We veered right into the decoration aisle. You had a lot of, you had cool stuff for that Christmas party. Like the photo uh, booth. My photo booth? That. Yeah, it was cool. That was pretty cool. It was cool. Yep. Going a lot for Christmas, huh, Dick? I do. Yeah. For parties? Yeah. 
the only thing we go out for that. Um, Jerry, my guitar player, he met last night. Every yeah. summer, he has the white trash. Oh my God, Dick had to meet his guitar player. That must have been so. Oh hi, uh, the guy. Uh, you're the guy in the mask. Was he wearing the mask at the time? By the way. Okay, so let's go back to our main video here. With only 20 minutes before the midnight deadline, he finally replied and said, please communicate through your lawyer and mine. Since he left me less than 18 minutes to respond, I took the cordial tone as a sign of reconciliation and goodwill, so I decided to end things and hope that he would finally stop and leave me the fuck alone. So I responded and said that I would drop everything and hoped that cooler heads would prevail. But he didn't acknowledge it in public and carried on the next day pretending like this conversation didn't occur, milking it for all it was worth. Then he tried to file a counterclaim that got thrown out, and finally, that's where you think things would have ended. Except of course it didn't. Then Asterio started to carpet bomb the internet with his false victim narrative while gaslighting me and telling everyone that I sued him because he called me the word cuck. The word cuck is an insult used to emasculate men, similar to calling someone a beta, soy boy, or a Yes, even though he committed fraud, harassed my friends, sponsors, and spammed me relentlessly for years, somehow he was the victim because he got sued. Newsflash, 100% of people who get sued don't like it. I couldn't give less of a shit if he called me a cuck or a I've been called way worse Whoa! What was that? ...who don't like it. I couldn't give less of a shit if he called me a cuck or a Hang on a second. I'm going to have to play that. Uh, he's blurred. Okay, he starts to say something. It gets censored out by a, a uh, klaxon horn. We're going to have to go frame by frame on this one and see what word that was. I don't give a shit if I... Now, he says shit. That's a bad word. He says cuck. That's a mean word. And then he says... Okay, that looks like an F... A... a maybe an A or an E. Fa... Uh, that's sort of a glottal, glottal, what is that word sound? A ga, ga, fag, ga, whoa. Maddox is breaking out hard R's, hard G's. The man is fucking going in hard on this one. Percent of people who get sued don't like it. I couldn't give less of a shit if he called me a cock or a <laughs> That's crazy. I've been called way worse in the comment section of my own videos daily. His narrative doesn't- Wait, Did you get called that? Because it doesn't count as like, oh, I was just quoting. Unless, did you get called that? Or was that just in your head? Even makes sense. People have been calling me names much worse for years and I haven't sued anyone. You can call me whatever names you want. That's protected speech. What's not protected is fraud, threats, stalking, and harassment. When Asterios bought those ads on Reddit, he did it using my name and my business, targeting my fans specifically to hurt my book sales with misleading statements. So no, I don't care about being called playground names. What I care about are damages. Don't like it? Don't stalk, harass, and commit fraud and you won't get sued. Despite these facts, Asterios continued to spread this bullshit narrative everywhere he could. He tried to get media attention. <laughs> Ryan said in his super chat, Ryan Katzer Rivera says, I should have loaned you my slanty peepers for this getup. I can I tell you something? So I drew on Asian eyes. My apologies, Ryan. I did this last time that I did the Wang episode too. And I walk, I walk up to my wife and she's like, Why did you draw them going down? And I'm like, that's just because I have droopy eyes. I couldn't help it. 
she said, why don't you draw them going up like a slant? And I'm like, this is not draw. I, my eyes look like this. Remember? Remember I'm ugly? And then she was like, oh, yeah, okay. On it, but, but, you know, in fairness, we're talking about a woman who thought that the show True Detective, and this is real, was called Glue Detective. She said, she told me the other day, she was like, I started watching Glue Detective. I said, who did it? Elmer? Did you find out yet? You know, they try to, it's not a very good show. They make you think like instantly you're like, it's gotta be Elmer, right? And they try to misdirect you, but you're like, it's Elmer. And it turns out to be fucking Elmer. Since most people have never heard of this guy, the only Kelsey said that it turned out to be Elmer, but the charges didn't stick. She begged me to tell you that joke. Okay. Glue detective, everybody. How did you feel about the glue detective bit? Jules? Huh? Robin? People who would cover the story were his friends in the media. This is just what I look, I literally, I, when I drew the slanty eyes, I went up and then, you know, I was going like this. I was going like, um, we are Chinese, if you please. And I went book upward, right? I did a, what is it? A, an, a, a, a positive canthal. Isn't that the term for it? A positive canthic fold or something like that. I went like this and then I stopped doing the squint and then it went negative oh boy good thing i'm already married too late oh you just found out i'm ugly honey too bad good luck figuring out how to divorce me good luck sorry you're stuck with me now i'm not leaving the first person was a guy named Bro sorry if i if we get divorced and this is something you need to understand kelsey if we get divorced everyone in this chat room right now becomes an unhinged psychopath I don't know why. That's just the way the internet works, okay? If you're not allowed to get a... These guys have all been through divorce already. These freaks. They had to see it with their own parents. Kelsey, you know that your parents are divorced. So please, for the for the sake of, their, of these children, we have to stay together or else they're all going to go harass a bald, sweaty guy. Brock Wilbur, an outspoken male mm. feminist. And of course, like many other outspoken male feminists, he was me too. Here's an article about him titled, I was played by a male feminist, where he allegedly dated someone without disclosing he had a live-in girlfriend while virtue signaling about Gamergate and women's rights. And he's also been accused of being a serial abuser. So this male feminist, Brock Wilbur, covered his serious story for a website called Paste Magazine. I told, listen, Maddox had all of the info you're about to see here years ago. This, they put out a fucking hit piece on Maddox. It was insane. I sent him info going, the dude who's writing this article is friends with Asterios. This ain't some news article. Asterios is begging for a favor from guys he knows that, that are like, a, you know, journal, you know, journalists. journalists. Hey, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but the uh, First Amendment covers journalism too. So freedom of the press doesn't mean freedom from consequence. Never forget that one. The journalists love telling you freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom from consequence. Now apply that to uh, the other parts of the First Amendment. You want to say that one about religion? How about Judaism? Hey, freedom of religion doesn't mean freedom from consequence. Start sounding kind of silly when you say it like that. Freedom of assembly doesn't mean freedom from consequence. Freedom of the press? We'll see. How about that?
How about that one? These fucking sick... Fr- and to even call something like Paste Magazine journalism, I'm really... I'm blowing this guy up a little bit bigger. You know, he's got some big boy britches now. But Asterios, he either paid or begged the favor from a friend to get this hit piece written about Maddox. I told Maddox, this it's fucking clear as day. Put out something. Tell people. Get what... You must have a friend who writes articles. Get them to expose this shit. And he was like, yeah, 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 sure. And it never happened. Finally, here we are. Me and Sherman... And Mr. Peabody just stepped through fucking portals of time to get to when Maddox woke up and figured out to do a video about this. Watch this. Male feminist Brock Wilbur covered his serious story for a website called Paste Magazine, where he conveniently forgot to mention little details like the fact that he and Asterios are friends and that Asterios is a contributor to the very magazine interviewing him. Oops. Just a... We've got emails back and forth about this. I'm like, Maddox, please. <laughs> this isn't for me, just for yourself, for your own sake, do something. And he was like, eh, we'll see. I don't, I, to this day, I have no idea what it was in him that, that wanted to keep quiet on all that. He, 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 I think it's a sunk cost fallacy thing at a certain point, but he seemed to think it gave him some form of power. You know, like, hey, I'm the good guy. I'm the good boy of comedy. And he's just now waking up to the fact that it fucked him. Slip of the mind, not to mention this major conflict of interest and not a deliberate attempt to whitewash his friend's narrative, right? Brock didn't bother reaching out to me for comment and he sure as shit didn't disclose his relationship to Asterios. But that wasn't the end of Asterios' carpet bombing campaign because he had another friend in the media, a writer from Vice named Mike Pearl. In the chat they say, we don't want to ban journalists, we just want common sense journalist control. That's right, yeah. And uh, they're not allowed, you know, guys like this Mike Pearl fella. Listen, and again, freedom of religion doesn't mean freedom from consequence. I don't know. But I'm not saying you can't be a journalist, a journalist. journalist. I'm not saying you can't congregate at your journalist synagogues. All I'm saying is, listen, I'm I'm a Second Amendment guy. (laughs) I'm a First Amendment guy, okay? All I'm saying is you guys can't carry around the uh, little bump stocks on the top of your head anymore, you know? That's all. What's wrong with that? Just some common sense journalism control. Mike is his longtime friend and former roommate. He's written such articles for Vice like this one about the legalities of pseudo kitty porn. The only problem was Mike wouldn't have been able to write about me because I've actually met Mike before. I know, when I look at four locks, I think, isn't that sort of like a, a forward grip? I'm not sure. It just, it seems to make the bullets come out faster. It seems to make the journal fucking articles come out faster. Several times. In fact, we've all hung out together. So if he tried to write an article about me, I would have been suspicious. So instead, I got contacted by another writer from Vice, a guy by the name of Justin Caffier. And surprise, surprise, he's another male feminist. He rails about toxic masculinity, but apparently he makes exceptions for his buddies in Facebook groups that stalk, docs, and harass people. When he contacted me, I was immediately suspicious. So I asked him if he was Asterios' former roommate because I couldn't remember Mike's name. Justin knew who I was talking about and immediately said that was Mike and even admitted that he'd met Asterios before. But he didn't disclose how close they were. This made me even more suspicious. So I looked up Justin and it turns out that he not only knows who Mike Pearl is, but they're longtime friends and even do a podcast together. 
I was there for all of this. All of, I imagine if this had come out in 2018, how much more impactful this would be. I don't know how many views this video has yet. I hope it suddenly takes off. I hope he gets a little traction out of this because fuck, man. It's about time. Oops. When I pressed Caffier about this, he downplayed his relationship to Asterios and said that they weren't friends. He even went a step further in public saying that they'd only spoken once prior to this story. Well that's funny because I found this Twitter thread where they communicated as far back as 2015 and another one from 2014 where all three of them, Justin, Mike, and Asterios were on the same thread together. A journalist lying? But that's illegal. After the 1997 journalist lie ban. That's weird. Almost like all three of them were friends. Since he wasn't forthright, I decided to investigate a little bit further. Turns out that they're much closer than he let on. Caffier has not only met Asterios, but he follows him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. At the time of this recording, Caffier only followed about six public figures on Facebook, including Barack Obama and Steve Ag. So it's pretty t Steve Ag. Well, I would do a little bit more research there, Matt. I don't know who Steve Ag is, but okay, Steve Ag. Steve Agee. You're a comedy guy. I feel like you should know who Steve Agee is, but okay, Steve Agee. I would maybe take two on that one. It's no Justin leaving his phone on during an edited video, but let's just go back to the. Okay. Actually, take this video down. I would like this whole video taken down and that correction made. Telling that he made a serious one of the few people he follows on every platform. I don't even follow some of my closest friends on all three platforms. And in case you think that he did it just for research, we can rule that out because he doesn't follow me anywhere. Then I dug a little bit deeper and surprise, surprise, guess who they invited as a guest on Justin and Mike's podcast? None other than Asterios Kokonos. I'm sure it was a total benign lapse in memory and not a deliberate attempt to hide his relationship because as a journalist's advice, it might be looked down upon to publish puff pieces about your friends without disclosing your relationship. Although it's vice, so I'm not sure if they have any journalistic standards to begin with. Now, you might be saying to yourself, uh, Maddox, I mean, the guy said I met him one time before. Maybe he was just on the podcast that one time. He was telling the truth and he forgot that there was a Twitter exchange. You know, you can talk with people on Twitter and have no clue who they are. That's all fair. But then... And if you have any doubt as to how close they were, they even promoted Asterios' narrative on the podcast plugged his fundraiser for him to try to counter Subi, and Asterio signed off the episode, and I can't make this up, by saying, I'll talk to you guys later, I love you both, to which they responded, love you, bye. Thank you. Or I'll talk to you guys later, I love you both. Love you, bye. Okay, well, it's looking a little bit more damning. Totally normal way to end an interview with a journalist. So contrary to Justin's claim, that's four instances that they- Listen, I'm not saying we should send jackbooted thugs to go storming into journalists' homes and taking them away or anything, but- Communicated before this article, and that's just what's been documented publicly. We need to at least create a registry for these- unrestricted journalists everywhere, you know what I mean? Something, we need to write them all down and know. So if I did my math correctly, that makes Justin Caffier a liar. So the guy wanting to write an article about me from Vice is- By the way, Maddox does all these graphics and all this 3D shit, all of that. He does, like this probably took him a long time to do. Friends with the guy he's writing about and his roommate. You'd think that that would be an important piece of information to disclose, I wonder why he didn't mention that. Huh. They also plugged Asterios' podcasts, except he forgot to mention his podcast on Cunt Media. Hmm. What? 
Cunt Media. <laughs> Why does that sound so familiar? Oh, that's right. It was one of the accounts followed by the person who made the fake rape allegation. And we've come full circle. And in case you're wondering how deep this nepotistic rap- By the way, this is a video about Justin Wang. ...a hole goes. I checked the pages Justin was following on Facebook and Paste Magazine was one of them. The very same website that Asterios is a contributor for and the one where Brock Wilbur published his hit piece about me. So the jig was up. I asked Cafier if he'd disclose this conflict of interest in the article. He said he'd run it by his editors, but he didn't get back to me with their response. So, since Caffier didn't follow up with what his editors said, I stopped responding. When the article came out, Caffier accused me of ghosting him, which is misleading. What actually happened is we had several scheduling conflicts, and after badgering me for weeks, I tried to accommodate him even while I was traveling out of the country. When we finally agreed on a day, Justin didn't follow through, and he didn't contact me again for nearly a month. Since he was unprofessional and not forthright, I stopped responding. But Justin simply said that I turned down the interview, which implies that I didn't give him a statement, except I did. Literally, my first response to him stated that almost everything said about me has been false or misleading. When the article came out, Never. Ever. Reply to journal. The most you can say to a journal. If you ever get, for any reason, a DM about anything from a fucking journalist, saying would you be would you willingly say someone record about the fucking gay thing that we're trying to have killed because that's what journalism is now would you be willing to be a party to us murdering a thing you're a part of um you say nothing okay best case scenario do not respond leave them don't even leave them on red like fucking don't ever open it up block them get away Second best scenario, and also the one that I'm going to pick, do as I say, don't as I do, but second best scenario, tell them to eat a million bullets. How many bullets can you fit inside your stomach? Let's find out. A one, a two, and then send them the gif of the owl from the Tootsie Roll Pop commercial, okay? That's, again, choice number two. I, I would do it. You shouldn't do it. You should go with choice number one. I wonder if you could poop out a bullet after shooting one into your stomach. Let's find out. Caffier, of course, didn't publish the statement and neglected a B to the F of your S to disclose his relationship to Asterios. This isn't even the first time Caffier has written a puff piece for one of his friends. Back in 2018, he wrote this article where he helped promote his friend's TV show without disclosing their relationship. I've written a full article about Justin's nepotism and his failure to disclose his conflicts of interest at Vice Magazine for those of you who are interested. As for why I'm finally talking about this, it's because I'm still dealing with the fallout from Mysterios' smear campaign. He even published his false narrative on his friend Rich Kianka's website, better known as Lotax. Lotax's greatest hits include Something Awful and Women. <laughs> I thought that was gonna go a different way, but still pretty good. I, uh, you know, I thought it was going to be his greatest hits include something awful and, well, you know, <laughs> I mean, go on. but hitting women pretty good. I really thought he was going to, yeah. Uh, an RIP, by the way, to low tax, a guy who, if it wasn't for him, I never would have heard the phrase toilet person 80 times. I actually have a video of uh, Lotax talking about me somewhere. <laughs> I should probably 
I should edit that into something. I don't think I'm going to find it right now, but there is a video of Lotax talking about me out there. Um, yeah, Lotax took a B to the F of the S. As well. I don't know if it was the S or the H, but he put a B somewhere in his body, and now there's no more greatest hits. That was his final hit. And of course, Asterios even defended Lotax in his hit piece against me. And the stuff you've seen in this video barely scratches the surface, like when he started posting what he claimed to- Ah! Ah! Oh, look at that! Jesse, that's me as the guy from Korn! It all- Ladies and gentlemen, now we're officially full circle. I don't know, you can just barely make it out. I'm Corn Guy here, Jonathan uh, Corny Thomas, whatever that guy's name is. What is the Corn Guy's name? Jonathan Corn. Um, it says, Madcast Media's pot awful host uses the N word live on air. This is that video that was taken down for harassment and bullying that was about me. It was just a video of me saying the N word. That was it. And then somehow that got tied into Maddox's sponsors or whatever. Jesse P.S. of Potawful is a racist and a bigot. So you see here, this image right here, proof positive that I should be allowed in Justin Wang's band Jinx. If that doesn't do it for you, I don't know what the fuck would, okay? That seems to be... I should be allowed to be like the scratchy, scribbly guy. Or so. I feel like I could do that, you know? I touch buttons. I'm touching buttons right here, right now. I'm doing all sorts of scribbly deliverables. So there you go. I'm part of corn and uh, it's pretty good. Finally, I'm in this fucking video, by the way. God damn. Jesse P.S. of Potawful is a racist and bigot. You can't dispute it. And I won't listen to a few of his shows. <laughs> I love when they advertise your shit for you. You know, isn't that nice? Listen to a few of his shows. Pay for his paywall. You can never give him enough. And you'll hear some of the most disgusting and racist, bigoted comments you could imagine. He has no shame. Really? What, what clued you in? Was it the Asian eyes? As a fan of Madcast Media Network, we demand... A fan of Madcast Media Network? No such thing! We demand he be removed from the network. We are choosing to remain anonymous because we do not want to be targeted by Jesse or... His online bullies. And I got a bunch of shit for people saying, oh, the let's go bully the internet. I don't believe in adults being bullied. Adult bullying is not real. But when I read stuff like this, that I own online bullies, I may make a catchphrase. We've retired the catchphrase, but still. To be my girlfriend's phone number online, which caused her distress because she'd have to drop everything she was doing and check social media every time this dipshit threatened to dox her. Except the fucking idiot added the real area code of the city we live in, so his hate mob started calling and harassing some random guy in Los Angeles. Oh, what? That's me again, AIDS Jesus. God, I'm all over this video. Good job, dumbass. If Asterios hadn't carpet bombed the internet with so much bullshit, I probably wouldn't have had to make this video. And if he didn't threaten me, encourage people to review bomb my podcast, harass my sponsors, and publish a fraudulent ad to hurt my book sales, I wouldn't have had to take him to court. I would honestly love to never have to mention this idiot ever again. Had Justin not involved himself and minded his own fucking- Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh! Oh, Justin Wang, oh right, yeah, yeah, Justin Wang, right. Oh, that's why I'm dressed like this, right. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, what, what happened again? Is Justin Wang 
fucking raped your nigger girlfriend. What happened? Business instead of a. I'm sorry. I was literally. I'm sorry. I said. I take that one back. Okay, this is a free YouTube episode. This is getting heated. Maddox got me in the mood. Listen, double G's, hard R's, hard T's. Maddox opened the floodgates, and I've gotten a little too comfortable here on YouTube saying some stuff this time around. But uh, I swear, in that moment just then, that wasn't me on the Madcast Media Network saying it in. I was trying to think back to words. What I was go in my head, the joke was okay. Justin did what to you, and then I just name random word. He Weber Shandwicked your, and for whatever reason, the first word that came to mind. Well, oh, well, okay. attacking me completely unprovoked. I wouldn't have had to make this video about him either. What I've learned through all of this is that there's almost no downside to slander. If you smear somebody on a platform like YouTube, you gain money, clicks, and notoriety. And when the person you're slandering responds- Oh my god, Maddox, Jesus Christ. Oof, you could fry an egg on his face right now. Holy shit, I mean, I know, listen. Imagine the stress, the pain that he's gone through for years. It's all coming out in the oil on his face. I know you're fucking, you know- what do you call that? Mediterranean? What are you? What is an Armenian? I know you're one of the... Listen, I expect you to look like this. I, I'll say that. You know, I expect you to look like that, and I expect you to sound like this. But... I don't know. Get a rag. Like, you know, you were on Justin about the phone. You could pause. You can edit out this part. You take a rag. You go... Maybe run headfirst through a car wash or something. To set the record straight and prove you wrong, as they usually do, the person making the smears can either double down and get more clicks on the drama, or they can apologize. Unless the person you're slandering has the time, energy, and resources to litigate, scumbags like Justin will always profit off of slander and drama. And even if Justin doesn't monetize his apology, the damage is already done. He successfully removed me from a panel and silenced me from speaking engagements. How did we get to this point in this country where instead of debating the people that we- How did we get to this point in this crunchy? This guy can't talk. I don't, I've not watched enough of his shit. Justin Wayne can't speak. He's that level of autism. How did we get to this point in this crunchy? From speaking engagements. Uh, speaking engagement is a kind thing to say around Justin Wang. How did we get to this point in this country where instead- how do we get to this point in this crunchy? How did we get to this point in this crunchy? Instead of debating the people that we disagree with, we just want to silence them outright. Yeah, good question, Justin. I wonder how we got here. People like, just take your shirt, Maddox, and just bring it up over your face and kind of give one of these. You know? Like Justin represent the very worst elements of cancel culture. He's exactly like the woke SJW PC culture he claims to hate, except worse, because at least they're not pretending to be champions of free speech. If anyone deserves to be the target of cancel culture, it's truly him and all the shady, clout-chasing drama losers like him. Well, you like drama so much, congratulations, dipshit. Now you have some of your own. The only reason I ever took any of these people to court is because they don't know how to fuck off and leave people alone. Don't like it? Don't fuck with people's livelihoods and they won't fuck with yours. Justin, Asterios, Vice, and the phony progressives of Weber Shanwick can all go fuck themselves. So in conclusion, what have we learned? 
Unfortunately, that nothing ever gets accomplished unless you make a big public stink about it. How did it take you this long to learn that, Maddox? Please, this is explained to you over and over again by everyone you know. From having to bitch about customer service on social media to get remonetized on YouTube and to getting people to leave you the fuck alone, nothing ever gets done unless you go public. And we don't know that that's what's going to happen now. Like, you're igniting a, an old flame again. You know, you're reheating some shit. This might boil things over again. This might have the opposite effect. I think this would have had the effect you're looking for back then. Now? So part of the reason- Especially with me getting involved? I'm making this probably why he never brought me up in all of this video now is to let people know about some of the bullshit I've been dealing with for years now. So part of the fallout from all of this is that Justin Wang has now been exposed as an unfunny plagiarist, a joke thief and a hack. But of all his offenses, perhaps the most egregious one and the one that's most unforgivable is that he's part of a new metal band. Don't forget to send me your tales from there the internet go. videos. There's a lot more to this story and maybe I'll tell it someday if there's any interest. Comment below and let me know. That's it for now. Until next time, I'm Matt Off. So there you go. He says it right there. If you want to hear more about this tale, and there's a lot more that Maddox has never told, you can do that. Go to his video right now. I'm begging you to go to this fucking video and leave a comment saying... There's a man on the internet who has... Saying we want to hear the rest of this fucking story. We're already at 13,000 views. That's pretty good. But for a channel Maddox's size, it's not great. So he needs your views. Don't just say like, oh, I watched it on Pot Off. Let it fucking run in the background. Watch the entire thing and leave that comment. We want to hear about it. I left a comment on the video. I said, I'm back on Team Maddox. And noticeably, Maddox did not like or heart that comment i tweeted out the video he didn't respond <laughs> it's not great but whatever um up late and deleting comments left and right bring back banana docs i'm tired of autism docs says a guy who thinks that maddox is deleting comments right now rather than the comments that are disappearing are probably filled with the words that maddox and i have been saying this whole episode Man still seething from five years ago. Damn, that sucks. See, this is the thing. This is what's so crazy about the fucking time travelers. These guys only exist five years ago. That's your whole thing. Go to the Dick Show subreddit right now. Go to the fucking, uh, yeah, I don't know if they still have a Facebook group. Go there. Go find a Dick Show anything. They're still talking Maddox. I happened to have looked at the dick show subreddit yesterday okay which is just hours ago hours ago i looked at it before this video was released someone had just made a thread about maddox and what was the first reply on it are we still talking about maddox yes, yes! you think maddox is still seething about this shit from five years ago? This video exists because you time travelers won't leave them the fuck alone. I do think there is a little bit of an issue. I do feel like he used Justin Wang as a springboard into this that I don't think this video would have been made without that little connection. Little slimy, but so is Maddox's face. So who cares? And also, fuck him. 
Now, so this guy says, you're both terrible people, LOL. Who is, do you mean Asterios and Wang? Who is the both in this scenario? They've already forgotten Wang was in the video. You know they're not talking Wang. They're talking Asterios and they're talking Maddox. Why are they doing that? Because it's a dick show guy. They hate Asterios now. I'm begging you. Let's get Maddox to talk about dick. Let's make dick defend the indefensible. It's time. I don't care how much time traveling we got. This might take until five years from now, but we need to build up Maddox's courage and confidence, and we need to see this. We could be living in an era where Dick Masterson actually dresses up on camera like Juju the cow. I'm the gay joker. I'm a killer gorilla. This is a possibility. We could be living in crazier times than we've ever experienced before. Um, Someone says, I think you made a lot of very good points, specifically with Wang just reading verbatim Reddit comments. One thing I'll say, though, is I mostly treat his channel like it's the McDonald's of YouTube content, which I don't see as a bad thing. Start fucking seeing it as a bad thing. Maddox is never going to tell you that. Maddox isn't going to be that straightforward about it. He's going to give you the tools you need and hope you take the right lesson. Wang is not the McDonald's of fucking... The McDonald's of content is, you know, PewDiePie. And it's not just because he's the most popular either. There's at least something there. You eat McDonald's and it feels like home a little bit. Something. It feels like childhood. You're, every time you eat it, you're going, you go like, fuck, I'll never do this. Why did I do this? This is such a mistake. This isn't even cheap anymore. What am I doing? Wang isn't that. Wang is Burger King. Okay? It's, co- it's plagiarizing McDonald's. You've seen Burger King's menu? Hungry Jacks, anyone? They've got a burger at Burger King that uh, I think this is still true in the States. They've got a burger there called the Big King or something. It's a Big Mac. They're literally copying the Big Mac now. Remember when Burger King was its own thing? They're failing. Wang is Burger King. And what do we do with Burger King? We throw it out. Yuck. They have the worst fries. Have you seen a Burger King lately? There's cobwebs on them, okay? Stop allowing these freaks like Justin Wang to have this sort of lifestyle, to have the sunlight, the daylight that they've got. Unsubscribe from every YouTuber with over 100,000 subs. I'm saying that while promoting Maddox's channel. He is oh, he's 247,000 subs. Unsubscribe from all of them. Make them feel it. It's fucking time. And if you don't believe me, well, maybe this will convince you. Again, I'm in that DM with Justin Wang. And before the show began, right before the show, I thought, you know what? Fuck it. Maybe I should ask Justin directly, what's his reply to this? Will he have a reply to this? Is he going to put out a drama video about it? And you know, I mean, we all know, we all understand in our heart of hearts, whenever these guys get called out and it's true shit, all of a sudden they're not a drama channel anymore. You know what I mean? 
everything is up for grabs and no one's obsessed until they're talking about you. So I asked him, I said, at Justin Wang, are you going to reply to Maddox's video? No one in the group chat even knew what this video was. They hadn't seen it. Justin knew. He said, prob not. I called into Dick before, and that's about all I got to say about it. You called into Dick before? Now, this is another interesting thing I thought about is um, Maddox releasing this late on a Sunday for him. That was kind of odd. And then I realized, I think, I don't know if this is still the case. I think the Dick show records on Sundays, like midday. I wonder if he timed it for this video to come out right after they record. Because he knows Dick's too lazy. Dick's not going to go back and record an addendum to address this huge new Maddox video. I think he perfectly timed this so that Dick has a week before he can address this video. This is going to be the biggest content Dick has had in forever. He puts it out in just enough time that Dick misses it and Pod Awful catches it. I don't know. Maybe that was on his mind. Maybe it wasn't. But... I don't know if Wang, like, there, I guess there's a possibility that Dick caught it and Wang called into the show. I don't know what he's talking about saying he called into Dick before and that's about all I got to say about it. Uh, you were on the Dick show before, though. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> and don't forget, Wang knows who I am. In that chat, I'm pot awful, okay? He knows pot awful. He knows exactly who I am. He knows I did the episode about him. He knows what Wang sucking is, Wang chugging. He's familiar with all of this. So he's answering me, you know, half-hearted. He doesn't want to respond. But he goes on. He says, someone asked him what was the Maddox video, what's in there. This is what his reply was. He says, accused me of plagiarism, then blamed me for a bunch of shit people in Dick's Facebook group did because I was in there making fun of him. Also said my old content sucks, which, yeah, it does. <laughs> One of those little humble moments that lets you get away with stuff. Okay, let's erase the good part of that. Yeah, we everybody knows your old content sucks. By the way, your new content sucks. But let's go back to that plagiarism thing. Okay, that one, are you saying that's not true? You don't have a response? You're getting called out for being a plagiarist. You have no response to that? I would want to hit back on that one. Me, per I have hit back on that one many times. Me personally, that would be a big deal to me. But then there's the part where you say shit people did in Dick's Facebook group because you were in there making fun. Was that making fun of him when you posted the contact info for all the people at the venue that he then ended up getting canceled at that venue? That was a joke. Because I don't listen. I've watched a lot of your videos and I've never found the joke in any of them. So if you just tell me that was the joke, I'm willing to believe you because I've seen what you think funny is, but I didn't see it there. Me personally, I couldn't figure that one out. So there you go. I've sent that. I forwarded that to Maddox. Haven't talked to Maddox in forever. I decided maybe Maddox should see that. Maybe he should see that Wang's not planning on addressing this one at all. You know, he says in his video, uh, you could apologize or you can fuel the drama more. It's fascinating that Wang's going the third route. The the road less traveled. Actually, no, it's the road most traveled in this case. Trying to avoid the drama at all because you don't like being the target of it. Who does that? Who are the guys that every time they finally get called out, 
They need to try to make sure no one knows about it. They need to give them nothing. nothing. Who's that again? Who never addresses problems head on? Oh, that's right. Goons. Lol cows. Justin Wang. It's fucking official, man. And I didn't realize... I had completely forgotten you were in the dick show and you're so close with the steer. You've met up with the stereos and all this shit and that you would, I'd had no idea Justin Wang had done this to Maddox and listen, he might want me to make more Patreon money than Maddox or whatever, but that doesn't mean he wouldn't be taking up that $5 bounty. This is a guy, Justin Wang, while he was a popular YouTuber was so broke that he was doing background acting work. The last real job I ever had was being a background, an extra in TV and movies. The second I was making money on Pod Awful, and I mean a little bit of money, the little bit I was making before I got kicked off of Patreon because of Justin Wang's friends. The second that happened, I was like, oh, fuck that, I'm done. It's not a fun thing to do, being an extra. It's fun like once. Justin Wang was still doing it. Back then, 2020, the year I'm making fun of him, 2018, the year Asterios was putting out bounties on people's heads. Justin Wang didn't have money. You think 10 bucks wouldn't change Justin Wang's life? You watch this whole thing and you think Justin Wang wouldn't report this very video? We'll see, but I'm going to challenge this to Justin, okay? And I'm not going to do it in the DM. I, it's not a fear thing, by the way, Uh I'm friends with people that are friends with Justin. They probably don't want drama and back and forth going in there. And I'm willing to respect that. I like James from MK Ultra Money. I like a lot of these people that are in there. Um, some of them are fans of Pot Awful. Some of the people that are in there. I don't want to make that back and forth happen there. So we'll just do it publicly here. Okay. I'm going to recommend Justin. It doesn't have to be a big video. Probably shouldn't be a monetized video. Maybe you put it on your Jinx channel. I don't know. You've got some secondary channels, right? You have a Let's Play channel. Put it over there. I recommend you respond to Maddox's video. I think that would be in everyone's best interest. At the very least, you need to address the plagiarism claims. Because if you don't, you're a fucking plagiarist. So that's it for this episode. We'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. If you want to see more content, you want to see the original Wang episode. And again, we've got... I'm actually going to make a Wang playlist, I think, right after this. We'll have a whole Wang playlist um, because I think there's like four, now five episodes where Wang gets covered. We'll throw that in the pizza fund for you. Potoff.pizza if you want to support the show. You guys are cool. Don't go on the internet tomorrow. And until next time, have an awful day. Oh my God. Sorry, I almost forgot. The most important part of this whole thing. The sickest, fucking most disgusting part of everything 
having to do with this entire situation, Maddox and Asterios, Justin Wang, the grossest thing of all this, and the thing you cannot forget no matter what. Justin Wang is into fucking wrestling. Yuck. Okay, that's it. Witches hats. Stretch him. I, oh, I meant to show you the stretchy Justin Wangs. I got to show you the stretchy Justin Wangs. Okay. What are you still doing here? I played the outro. I can't believe you're still here, but okay, fine. We'll take a look at the stretchy. Because you stuck around, we'll take a look at stretchy Wang. All right. This is an unaltered image that Justin Wang posted of himself. Okay. You ready for this? You get the special surprise by sticking around. That's, he posted that. He chose this. You see what's happening here? Sorry, audio people. You telling me that's not edited? Well, some edits happened to it. I mean, there, there definitely were some edit. We've got a, uh, we've got this one. That's a nice one. <laughs> it's just made a little bit longer. That's a, that one's a, a transparent ping, by the way. You can add Justin in anywhere you want. Um, oh, here's a nice one. Here, here, look. Somebody put him on a skateboard. Got Justin on a, I'm sorry. He's on a tech deck. Even, oh, that's way funnier. He's on a tech deck. Here he is next to a midget clown. Okay. Got a midget clown there for you. That's a pretty good one. So, you know. Um, okay, this is shocking. I, this is not an edited picture this is just one he uploaded of himself just him in short shorts there you go what's he doing he's got his legs far apart and he's leaning forward he's got one arm back he's leaning forward of course somebody needs to edit a witch's hat onto this it must be done where did all of this start where did all of it come from of course when he posted this gas station guy selfie justin wing's a gas station guy we love our gas. He's actually small enough that I can fit him entirely in the frame here. So we had to prove his height. I looked up the uh, size of one of these big gulp cups. And we had to prove his height here. He's the size of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and a half. Some, I don't know why the half one is in there. There was seven and a half uh, big gulp cups, it looks like. That actually is probably a little too generous because they should be a little bit further back. I don't know. Somebody look that up. See how tall that is. It doesn't look very good, though. I'll tell you that much. Not looking great. We're going to need some witches hats. Okay? Um. Oh, here, oh, Vito said on Twitter, Maddox, I feel like if you just devoted this energy to making funny topical videos again, you could do very well for yourself about the Wang video. So that's Vito defending Wang, but praising Maddox slightly. Not bad. Okay? Not bad, but he's right about, while he's right about that, you should still make videos about fucking Justin Wang. Stop defending him. Also, do you really want Vito defending you? You see what I'm saying? Okay, what are you still doing here? Go home. It's over. The show's over. Go. Go. <laughs>